Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. And unfortunately, now I'm probably going to have to Google it and see if this is an actual thing. I imagine it is because... What, fart porn? Fart porn is real. We know um, this. Come on. <laughs> Go to cakefarts.com. That's a fun one. Oh. See, living in the deep web, I come across stupid shit like this all the time. Man. Thanks to my fucking weird memory, I can't ever let any of it go. I don't want to experience some of the things you've seen. Nope. Everybody, welcome to the Utah Outcast for the third of January 2016. Yeah, it's a new year, complete with all the challenges and anticipation it brings. Uh, this is going to be one hell of a year on Utah Outcasts, and uh, we can't wait to take you to that Elysian future. But first off, for any reason, if you need to get in contact with anyone on the show, but you can do so by emailing us through mailbag at utahoutcast.com, uh, through text or voicemail at 347-669-3377. We're also on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube as Utah Outcasts. And we are supported financially by VR patrons Robert, Lee, and Dan, who have agreed to share their incomes with our show, and I wish I could somehow give these guys back the same feeling that comes from their support. But until then, I can at least say that you guys fucking rock. And yes, we do the show for free, but we do offer many other rewards for those that choose that actually chose to help us out. Uh, for a one dollar per episode donation, we'll deliver the super secret episodes that many listening now will have to wait a full half year to listen to. Uh, lots of other rewards and for showing support and everything. Just go check us out. Patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts. But there are those that want to make a one time donation outside of Patreon. And they could do so, do so via the PayPal link that we have in the description, on the video, on the website, and everywhere. You just have to look a little bit for it. Just like our listener, Tony McDonald did just last night. So thank you so much, Tony. That's fucking awesome of you. I was sitting there playing video games, and it, my email dinged at me, and all of a sudden, ding, you have a donation. I'm like, fuck, that's awesome, man. So for all the support that's going towards uh, Live Gear, uh, we're going to be getting to that soon, as we do have an on-location show set up, uh, so stay tuned. Um... However, that's not to say you have to share your money with us, but we do ask that if you like what you're listening to, leave us a five-star rating on any of the places you do listen to our show, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, and I'm going to look into some other places here in the near future. But we do read your review and name out on the air like we are for our friend of the show, Seahawk Football Ninja, who left us a five-star rating on iTunes with the following to say, I love the show. I've never considered myself an atheist, but I love this show. Definitely has me questioning that stance. Either way, I love to fight against the evil of religion, and I'm glad to have found a show that does too. You guys don't hold back, and I love it. So, thank you for that great review. you. Yeah. And uh, for everyone else, make sure you get those reviews in. It might seem a bit pedantic and kind of funky for us to ask every week, but those reviews and ratings really do what gain us new listeners, and it gives us more exposure. So if you find a minute or two, please do so. We'll love you forever. And finally... 
ultimately got a lot of business this week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> to our audience that's watching us on YouTube, I'd like to personally thank the following folks who have subscribed in the past week. I can't do this for everybody, so. But uh, you might recognize a couple of names on, that we're talking about here. We have a uh, Modifizert Duffy84. Gee, I wonder who that is. <laughs> Aww. Russell Hatch. Kyle J. Steenblick. Hey. Hey, that's you. I've never that's heard of me. that person. I have Jason Takiyavea, who is a good friend of mine. We have Dan Ellis. We, I wonder who that is. Uh, we have <laughs> Mr. John John. Uh, Catherine Nierman. Aaronis. Brittany Harris, Slade Wilson, Riley Westergaard, Raina Mangold. Hurley! Raina! Rena. Her name Rena, is Rena, like Rena. Tina. Okay, I'll get it right next time. I'm going to listen <laughs> to like, her. fuck I, you, I X. So much. <laughs> we have Yautzen7, Heather Pickett. Hooray, Heather! One of our Heather! Fans. I love her, too. We have Earman7. Oh, sorry. O7. Uh, Ian S. McMurray. Landon Campbell. Hi, Landon! Uh, Hi, Landon! LA1Rose and AngryAdam929. And we know that there are others who did subscribe this week, but we can't see who you are because of YouTube's privacy policies, and we can't list you out on the air unless like, you actually share people with the world what you're subscribed to. Uh, but your subscribes do help us gain new listeners as well, so thank you so much. And if you haven't already done so, give us a thumbs up and a subscribe on YouTube, and uh, I'm in this for the long run, so are these guys. So, Anyway, okay. let's get to the panel for the week. And I really do mean amazing panel. For Without them, I'd be doing this all solo. <laughs> And for any podcaster out there, you should know that solo is fucking hard. I actually don't like solo podcasts at all. I listen to Tucker's and he does a solo and I'm 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 amazed that he can keep the energy going that long. So good guy. Uh, but first up for the podcast to the right of me is Felicia Antwizzle back from her break. And I can't wait to hear what she has to say. And of course, there's Kyle Steenblick. He's back. Hello. Uh, it's the OG panel on board for the first episode of the year because that's the way I wanted it to be in. I don't think many people would like deign to be on the show like like two days after New Year's. I'd be like, fuck, I'm still nursing this hangover. Uh, and with all of that out of the way, let's the only thing left to do is introduce myself. Hi, everybody. I'm X, and I've taken up way too much fucking time with the business. So let's get into what we've been up to for the last week or in Felicia's case, too. So I'll let her go first so I can catch my fucking breath. Okay. So first thing, Atheist of Utah Dalla is coming up, and I'm really, 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 really excited. So I'm not going to shut up about that until we get there. Uh, that is February 27th at 7 p.m. It will be at the Salt Lake Hardware Building. That's right. We are actually releasing the information now. So we have everything set. We're ready to go. Uh, we're super excited. Uh, there will be dinner, dancing, drinks, a silent auction, and some surprises. And baby eating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well... Yeah, it's an age. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have some, and some surprise stuff. We're really, oh man, I can't believe how cool this gala is gonna be, you guys. Like, I am super stoked. Uh, uh, the last <laughs> time I, I was this excited for a formal event, it was a drag queen show. So, <laughs> <laughs> we need more of those. Nice. Right? Drag queens are the best. Taught me so much about makeup. And I don't, I mean, I don't cake it on as heavy as they do, but their techniques are solid. Not yeah. that I wear makeup that often, but, you know, I respect the art. So. <laughs> One of my favorite podcasts of all time is was a show called uh, uh, Lucky Bitch Radio, and it featured a solo drag queen by the name of Wanda Wisdom. <laughs> oh, she was fucking great because it wasn't your typical like drag show. It was like this person like really spouting off with wisdom of the world and everything like that. Really great show. Oh, too, awesome. too bad. Too bad. He, she's not on anymore. I know you can catch her on uh, another podcast uh, paneling on there called Yeast Radio. 
for my with for Madge my, Weinstein, if anybody for my twenty first <laughs> birthday, I wanted to go to a gay bar, a local gay bar, and so we did. And uh, the the bartender said, "What's your name?" I said, "My name's Felicia. It's my twenty first. And he goes, oh, "Felicia was the name of my favorite drag queen. I'm going <laughs> to give you a free drink." And he hey. gave me a ten dollar Long Island iced tea. It was amazing. For those rare times that you do get the the free drink in Utah, even though you're not legally supposed mm-hmm. to be able to. God, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> hey, did I name the name of the bar? No. Nope. No, you don't know. Yeah. I don't know so, which one it no. is. I remember it was great. To... No, uh, it was fantastic. And uh, and my and my ex-husband was like super cool with gay people. And so like you'd get hit on and he'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm straight. And they're like, well, thanks for coming. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, the reaction wasn't like get out. It was like a straight guy. Can't... That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the place that I that I went to that I got my free. I, I got a uh, a crown royal one time, and, and it was a, a big crown royal, and they shouldn't be able to do those, but they did. Right. And but the guy was so close to the end of the bottle, he just let me finish it. I've had that happen. Too, <laughs> and I'm like, you're so fucking cool. Thank you. But but uh, all right. So for the last couple of weeks, yeah, uh, finished up the holidays. Um, which has just been like almost a complete and total nightmare for me. But they're over. Um, I mean, Yay. yeah, they're over. I mean, I, I, I was, I killed it sales wise at work. Uh, really, really one of the most successful in the company. It was pretty great, but fuck you're, you wouldn't know that based on what my bosses say. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like, it doesn't matter how good you do in retail. They're like, why didn't you do better? And you're like, I did better than anyone expected. And they're like, (laughs) like, even remotely possibly expected. They're like, "Mm, not one good enough. So Mm, I'm going to go find somewhere else because you guys are assholes. (laughs) And then I, um, I spent the last two days sick. I, I, um, yesterday I left work and I was like, just feeling like a little bit sick. And my boss is like, you can take off. And I'm like, sweet. So I cleaned out my car. But about halfway through cleaning my car, I realized I wasn't. I was like, I think I'm getting sick. <laughs> and. Uh, you think it's I weather went, related or actual sick sick? No, I, I was actually sick. Like I had a oh. whole chest thing. But that, like I spent all day laying down. Slept oh. until noon. I forgot <laughs> like, what that's I, like. <laughs> I rested. And my cat even let me because he's been a dick lately. <laughs> and uh, so he let me rest. And um, I don't know, about half, about, about a couple hours ago, I realized that most of my symptoms were gone. My nose is still like a little itchy. And I'm still kind of tired, but. You're not. Like, I'm like, oh, no, hey, mostly <laughs> back. Sweet. What about you, Kyle? What have you been up to for the week, man? Not a whole hell of a lot. Um, I took some time off. From everything. Everything. Writing and all yeah. that other stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 I have sat and played with my kids and watched movies. Oh, and just so everybody knows, Kyle's on video this working week. How about that? I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, how was New Year's for you? Did you do anything fun? I, I sat home and played Exploding Kittens with my kids. I can't wait for them to be of mine to be of the age to play that with them. I tried to let them play sorry this week. <laughs> they had no idea what was going on. So I moved this piece, right? No, that's your sister's. No. 
And I thought of a good uh, <laughs> euphemism for all three of my girls. I'm going to call them uh, Flora, Fauna, and Merriweather from now on <laughs> on the show. Because it just works. I was reading them the fucking Sleeping Beauty earlier tonight, and I'm like, hey, that works. It's a good euphemism for my kids. Great. Nice. Yeah. nice. So I, uh, I got invited to like the first ever adult party that I'd ever been to in my adult life to like New Year's. And it was pretty Serious? fucking good. Yeah. I, I don't get invited out to many things. So it was nice well, for nice. someone to take the initiative and say, hey, come out. And I'm like, OK, try to get the <laughs> wife to go. But she like you, Felicia, was like sick as a dog and she thinks she's relapsing oh. right now. So she didn't. Well, want to do that. <clears throat> well, uh, for New Year's Eve, I did go out. I was fine for New Year's Eve. So I went out, had a great time. Um, got a hell of a midnight kiss. So that was great. Like, didn't oh. even get a chance to shout Happy New Year, because it was like, <laughs> was like, wow. And I wore my great-grandmother's coat with real fur, because it was a 1920s party. So, oh, that was pretty sweet. Right. Yeah. And that coat, all the girls, like, wore, like, these tiny, like, pseudo-flapper dresses, like, skin tight and no coats. And I'm like, ha! Because, like, <laughs> like, I actually <laughs> studied the makeup and the way they dressed, and I went, like, really, really legit with it, and then wore that great big coat with a fur collar, and it's, like, all lined and everything. It's awesome. Like, and I was... Back when they used and, like, to make clothes. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, hey! And, and everyone <laughs> loved coats. That was sweet. Just, just imagine you going around like Cruella DeVille. <laughs> it's awesome. It's only, it was only, it's only the collar that has fur, but yep. it's, it's a lovely coat. So the, the party I was at that was like uh, I had I set up originally a an adult party when I was like 24 and I first moved out on my own and had the apartment and everything. But mm -hmm. nobody showed up to it. So I got fucking shit hammered watching Transformers the movie. Oh. <laughs> and this is the 1980 version. Oh, so I can't hear the animated be, movie. Gotcha. I can't hear dare to be stupid without like almost <laughs> throwing up because I got, you know, when you make. I didn't know. I didn't know what limits were back then. You know, like oh, oh I yeah. can I can drink half a bottle of vodka. Then uh, yeah, that's just uh, it, it tastes yummy. You know, not realizing. So the adult party that I went to, I I knew I know what my limit is, and I know where to stop. And I took a couple of the uh, the uh, the big dark beers over there on the shelf with me. I had one, and I was done. <laughs> it's like drinking a bottle of wine all by yourself, Felicia. Yeah. So, uh, so I had to stop like I've done an, that. an hour before midnight because I'm like, yeah, this is going to take a couple hours to get out of this hole. So oh. <laughs> so there I was just sitting around for like two and a half hours and New Year's was fun. It was a good time, but I learned why women used to walk around holding on to guys arms the whole time because in girl shoes, ice is terrifying. Oh, and I uh, wore high yeah. heels and mm -hmm. it was terrifying. So I held on to William all night. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I figured it out. My wife still does that. I, oh, I, I don't in general. Like, sometimes him and I will hold hands in public. And, like, like I'll kiss him and stuff. But, like, <laughs> generally, generally don't, like, hold on to him. Yeah. Like, generally, I'm just like, hey, I'll see ya throughout the party. And he's like, same. I don't know. Maybe we're weird. But uh, <laughs> walking through the parking lot, I couldn't. I was terrified. Of dying. Oh, yeah. So on to him the whole time. And I'm like, oh, that's why they walk like that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Girl shoes are stupid. 
And then we got back to his place after midnight and um, I took off the dress and I took off the shoes and I put on jeans and like a comfy shirt a lot like this. And I was like, done. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how anybody dresses up like all the goddamn time. I don't I don't can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, I respect it in in concept, but I can't do it anyway. Yep. So. Let's get um, in. Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna say let's go ahead and get into news since we've got a handful of it to get through, and I'm gonna try to keep this a little bit short. So we're just gonna rattle off some headlines. If someone wants to say something about it, we'll talk about it. Uh, Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals in Utah has uh, issued an injunction blocking Gary Herbert from withholding federal funds from Planned Parenthood of Utah. About goddamn time. Until the case is decided on its merits. There's the caveat there. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we'll I don't, we've, are, we've all said that Herbert doesn't have a fucking leg to stand on with this thing anyway, because he's doing... What, wasn't, there, wasn't there a ruling saying that he did? Well, probably. Isn't isn't that why it's at the Tenth Circuit now? Yeah, because... Yeah, it, there okay. was a, 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 another... Because it got through the state. Upheld it. Yeah. Yeah, the state said the, the governor does have the authority to decide where the federal funding goes. Something like me, that. Just makes me wonder if, like, the people in the t- circuit are like, "Oh, wacky Utah, what are you doing? This <laughs> what are we going to have to work through for the next five months on this shit?" I mean, and I'm sure the judges are pretty fucking tired of hearing from Utah. Seriously, I'm, they're I'm like, sure "Gay people can get married," and <laughs> we're sorry. And a oh, and speaking of Gary Herbert and Planned Parenthood, a portion of the proceeds for the Utah Atheist of Utah Gala on February 27th, which I already said will be donated to Planned Parenthood in the name of Gary Herbert. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Gary, Gary Herbert. Hey, there you go, Gary. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Paul Ryan, you know, now that he's Speaker of the House, uh, <laughs> and he's decided to grow like a uh, a nice little man muzzle he's got going on there. I mean, it's not perfect. I mean, it's no Dan Ellis beard, but uh, he has a beard that's growing in. And mm-hmm. everybody's making comments about his beard, saying that it's "quote unquote" a Muslim beard. It, and the conservatives yeah. are fucking <laughs> up in arms over this shit. That's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. They, beards are trendy, and he's still young enough to be trendy. They're just <laughs> they they like caved it. They've cleft themselves into their own asshole now. It is turning <laughs> into a prolapsed anus. The GOP. It's not. It's horrible. So. The Speaker of the House is being called out for having facial hair, and uh, <laughs> we've reached a level of, I, I wouldn't say it's Islamophobia, but you know it has to be based on that because they're saying it's a Muslim beard. Fuck you, dude. It's a beard. A, beard, a beard involves, beard. like... Muslims don't have the the corner on the market on beards. Yeah, Jewish people Jesus have beards, too. Jesus beard, supposedly. Probably. Well, I mean, if you go back to Leviticus, and I, you know, we all like to go back to Leviticus for our fucking. Fun book that. Ye shall not. Ye shall not round the corners of your heads. So I'm going to hell for that one. And neither shall thou mar the corners of thy beard. Let's see. I don't have here or here. I actually shaved today, so. Yeah, but there's a part in Romans, isn't there, where it's like, if a man is not clean shaven, then shame be unto him. I don't know. Because you know, Bible doesn't make sense. Maybe I'd like uh, I'd appreciate the Mormons more if they went back to the old style of like having fucking real facial hair and looking like manly men instead of the baby faced shit that they do nowadays. 
I don't like the baby faces. No, I hate the fresh-faced Mormon kids that come knocking on the doorstep. <laughs> oh, well, that's just because they look like toddlers. I don't want them to have, like, well, porn yeah. stash either, you know? I don't want them to have the fucking cat. I'm just saying, like... I don't know. I, when William I, ever I, lets his face get scruffy, my sensitive skin turns red instantly as soon as it touches me. So, mm. I like the clean shaven. Actually, soft beards aren't so much of a problem that... Unless, like, your hair is soft in the beard, it's pretty terrible. Well, mm-hmm. a couple of months oh, ago, uh, I think it was right before I started doing video, I had had this chin thing going kind of out of control. It was getting pretty fucking long, and I was actually having to condition it every day. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> the people that take the care to actually condition and make their beards nice, I, I give them proper credit for that. Hey, I actually love the look of a good beard. It's just it doesn't my skin is way too sensitive to tolerate. So mm-hmm. there's that. <laughs> So, I mean, they were t- they, there were like tweets coming out about <laughs> Paul Ryan for having this beard. They're saying that like hashtag Paul Ryan equals traitor. He's growing a beard <laughs> and turning Muslim like Obama. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? But Obama. Are you kidding me? Paul Ryan, Mr. I relate to the youth, Paul Ryan. You know him pumping oh, iron and shit. <laughs> But you remember Obama, that photo but, shoot, don't you? I remember that photo everyone shoot. Everyone should remember that photo. Everybody yeah, should that that was... this shit up every time. Like, Paul Ryan, <laughs> just picture of him like smiling, holding the dumbbell like this. <laughs> it hey, needs kid, to be, it, that needs to be rap. his official. <laughs> yeah, that, that needs to be his official photo. Yeah, unless he was wearing Sounds like for fools, unless yo. He was wearing a straight bill hat crooked off to the side with the hologram <laughs> sticker still on it. You know, you know, get that street cred <laughs> with the kids. Kids and now they're accusing him of going Muslim for growing a beard. Yes. Mr. Relates to the youth. Oh, oh, God. It's not even that great of a beard. It's a fairly standard. Yeah, we're, we're not talking beard. like like Seaman kind of beard. You know, we're not, we're no, not talking it's about the, like a guy that fucking hunts whales with his teeth, you know? Yeah. It's it's the I want to it's the like I took a week and a half vacation and didn't shave the entire time and decided it didn't look too bad. So. I'm gonna let it go well, for a little bit. With it. Yeah, that's where he is right now. It's like, oh, maybe I'll keep it for a little while. Doesn't look too bad. He's grown this like me... a troll for dick at the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it makes me look over the age of twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this man, but I hate the people that are giving him shit about this too. Because yeah, that, that, the, the GOP is, is so fucking stupid. dumb. <laughs> I love that he's getting shit for it though. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. You're giving him shit over a beard. And I think uh, Saint this Peter, is but... the Republican Party. You're losing this your is, shit this over is a what beard. They are. <laughs> it's just funny to see them find like to to have them turn their guns instead of on women's issues and you know trying to be in their vaginas at all times to being on the face of the Speaker mm-hmm. of the House and be like, "How yeah. dare you grow a beard?" I'm like, Fuck. oh no, I just <laughs> I want to I want to see him just get pissed off about it. I want to see him go like full ape shit and go fine, fuck it. And show up, you know, in two years, and he's full ZZ Top. <laughs> She's got legs. She I would love that. Just, just grow that shit you know, out. These are the same people who fucking glorify Duck Dynasty, but then the Speaker <laughs> of the House does it. They okay. This shows that these people make no fucking sense at all. No, at they don't. All. They don't communicate with each other. They don't meet up in the middle of anything. <laughs> They're one way. Or the other, and usually both at the same fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a big news item that came right. up over the weekend. The fucking we had... Duck Dynasty guys can have their beards, but not the Speaker of the House, who we mm. always imagined as like a child, I guess. 
Now, we do have the, the biggest news item coming up for the main topic, only because I want to spend a lot of time talking about it. So we're going to move on to the next one. Uh, according to a uh, raw story research that they did, there was the National Weather Service reported that over two dozen cities in the eastern U.S. set record high temperatures on Christmas Day. And during the first 20 days, 27 days of September, about 10,000 record daily highs were recorded across the U.S., so they did a search and they they uh, um, they checked out all of the weathermen that were reporting this stuff and only one one Steve McLaughlin of WTAE was the only meteorologist to note that the weather patterns had been enhanced by climate change. Seriously, only one Good for him over uh, from the two dozen cities from twenty four different major cities out there. Only one came out and said that. Well, you, I mean you you. You want yeah. to give them shit about that, but you can't really. They're meteorologists. They're concerned with the immediate weather, not the overall climate. That's their area of, of no, well, no, but, but, but at the same time, yeah. that, that don't mention climate change. It pisses people <laughs> off. Seriously, they like yeah. they they were like no, you're supposed to be a weatherman and never controversial because the weather is the <laughs> one thing everyone can agree on, which is not true. I still like uh, what's the name of the guy that played um Black? What the hell is his last name? Lewis Black. When he's talking yeah. about how he would like to be the weatherman in San Diego. <laughs> hey, Lewis, what's the weather like outside? It's nice. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so another re- meteorologist uh, from a re- opposing network, probably somebody that's trying to get his job, saying it's irresponsible to connect current weather patterns to the changing climate. No, it's not. I could sit here and say that this is proof of the fact that there's global warming going on. Oh, wait, no, I can't. Dickhole. Gosh. <laughs> so they're just going to keep burying their head in the sand. One, more people need to be raising the trumpet for this thing. I mean, we can only do so much as a podcast. It needs to be yeah. mass people saying this. Yeah. And Bill Nye and uh, and uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson aren't getting it out quite enough. As much as they may be trying, they're not reaching the population that <laughs> that other people like regular weathermen can reach. So I've talked a little bit about my fella being a little bit more on the conservative side of some things. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I recently Trump's had a conversation. <laughs> yeah, he's not anymore. Hooray! He evolved. <laughs> he likes Bernie Sanders now. That's so anyway, um, but I, I recently got in a conversation with his father. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, his father likes Rush Limbaugh. Oh, lots of Also, they're the secret people, you know, put it out to the universe, energy reasons. Oh, no. Um, I, can't, <laughs> I can't give him too much shit about because my dad is too. And anyway, but my dad's a liberal. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got a conversation with William's father about this, and uh, it was about gun control. And I oh. said, Actually, neither side has, because it was about the assault weapons ban, which no. is nonsense and yeah. <laughs> useless, and uh, any skeptic can easily point that out as being just Bullshit. not, it, it helps nothing, so we should just move on. And I said, actually, neither side has the information on what will prevent this, because there's currently a ban on mm-hmm. and on government funding Research. studies that can be used. For gun control, which is bullshit. So it basically it effectively bans any government funded studies. Yeah. Um, 
and he said, oh, that's just a ban on them, on government using false information. And I went, huh? no. <laughs> Do you know what I research said, fucking means? <laughs> no. I said, if it's a legit study, then it's just not false information. That's the way science works. And he goes, no, like with global warming. And I went, oh, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Limit and I had conversation. <laughs> and William, he brought it up to me, right? Because it was on his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, as soon as he told me global warming was fake, I be, because the government used false studies, mm-hmm. I I decided I had nothing more to say. And he goes, "Yeah, that's probably best. You don't talk to my dad about that stuff because he's gonna get weird." <laughs> <laughs> oh, as so, long as he doesn't go to like reptilian aliens and shit like that, you know, oh, he Illuminati could stuff. Possibly could Ugh, that David uh, stuff. I had a guy that honestly believed that shit that I worked with, and he kept coming up to me. He's like. You're destined for great things, Chris. And I'm like, really? Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm, wow. I, I, okay. I want to do a podcast. That's about all I want to do. But this was like mm. years ago. This was how right he was, though. Destined for great things. <laughs> <laughs> I got kids. That's that's my great thing. Um. And, and anyway, so yeah, uh, the, the 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 my point being with that was that climate change deniers are still very much around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they are everywhere. And it is important that we talk to people about evidence. The only reason I didn't talk to him about it was because I never met him and I'm dating his son. So <laughs> that is a conversation for another day. <laughs> to go uh, completely blueberries here. I've been using the term blueberries in regular conversation nowadays and everybody has no fucking idea what I'm talking about. I do the same nice. thing. I'm like, no, those blueberries. They're like, big. and then they'll say like squirrel. And I'm like, no, blueberries. Uh, and then I don't explain it. I'm like, just, no, just that's blueberries. I'm going to move back to, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, ultra Orthodox Jews have delayed yet another flight because they refuse to sit next to women. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, after hundreds of male ultra Orthodox, you know, because that's the kind of Orthodox you need to be, the ultra kind, because it makes you fucking hardcore. You're so hardcore into that God anus. Well, God was punishing them for the Holocaust. That's actually something I heard. From a person who used to be an Orthodox Jew. God punished them with the Holocaust, so they needed to be like super Jews. So, because they'd kind of, because pretty much the entire Jewish community had kind of gotten lax on the whole super Jew thing up until then. So, so the flight was from um, New York to Tel Aviv, uh, Uh like it's so want to do. uh, And it was thankfully only a 30 minute delay. Uh, but the crew of the flight were de- was departing JFK uh, on December 20th, and they attempted to find seats for the other for the ultra orthodox Jewish men. Mm-hmm. But a lot of passengers refused to swap seats in protest ah. because they're saying, "No, fuck you, sit next to the women," because you know right. that's what the kind of culture we're in nowadays. Go fuck yourself, yeah. religious yeah, people. So women are not lesser, and you don't get to just ignore them like they're not people. So I really love the fact that you know there's people fighting back at at you know. The, the people that are trying to use the because religion, you know, as their excuse mm-hmm. for shit. This, but this is what I believe and you have to respect it. No, I fucking don't. No, nope, I don't have to respect shit. You're acting you're acting like an insane person by asking to have special oh. treatment for this shit. Nope. Sorry. I don't get that mm-hmm. treatment. So uh, let's see. So the men were finally accommodated by an American passenger who agreed to switch seats. But at this point, uh these guys, I, honestly, they just need to charter their own fucking flights if it's going to be this big of a deal with them. If you're going to yeah. fly, if you're going to fly on a communal airplane, get the fuck over your religious stuff. 
and I saw someone was commenting on this uh, news article, and this is uh, just something completely else. But there was a guy, one of these ultra orthodox Jews guys, that like wrapped himself up in like a plastic bag, not to uh, avoid the women or anything, but apparently they were flying over a graveyard at one point, and the guy felt like he would have been unclean. You know what? If your magical sky daddy makes it so you have to follow these stupid goddamn rules. Maybe you shouldn't be taking uh, advantage of the the culture that we've built as non-religious people. You should. Hey, not- you know what? It's all, you know what? At least that's on him. He can look like the crazy person in that situation. Well, I just don't understand how they how they don't see themselves as fucking insane. I don't get how that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the there's, bus, there's bus cognitive dissonance you from the graveyard. That's and then awesome. there's I'm a fucking crazy person kind of shit, you know? Yeah. And that's called religion. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, seriously, I mean, seriously, the, uh, the, re- the religions allow for these kinds of delusions to take hold. And then people justify them saying, well, it's my belief. And we allow these men- these, these delusions. Nope. I don't Mental do illness. To destroy their lives, and, and and it's acceptable because it's religion. So I've been reading the. It's uh, like the, that crazy monster energy drink, bitch. Like, I've been reading the uh, <laughs> the uh, the new Dave Silverman book, mm-hmm. uh, Fighting God, and one of the terms that he brings up a lot is called an atheophobe. Yeah, and I'm gonna start <laughs> introducing that in regular conversation nowadays. Oh, that guy's just an atheophobe. He can't handle people not believing in his imaginary sky daddy. <laughs> but yep. there, there's a lot of stuff in the book about having having people because he brings up like how Nick Fish was talking when he was here for the election, talking about the uh, we are a gigantic fucking voter block, mm-hmm. but we just can't get motivated yes, enough to, to bring the shit together. Right. And so he's talking about things like that need to change. And uh, he's saying to a lot of people that you need to quit being fence sitters. You need to quit trying to rely on agnostic as what you are. Don't be afraid to use the term atheist anymore. And that's kind right. of the thing we've been pushing for a lot too, is that own it. And especially this year, I'm gonna I'm gonna broadcast it a lot fucking more than I currently do. So I yeah, hope everybody else joins along and does the same thing. And if you're listening to this and uh, I think oh, Felicia I'm and I have talked about this many times before, if you do not have a current active belief in a deity, you are an atheist. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> and then they're like, Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, neither do I. That's a different area of discussion. But Dave Silverman talks about that too because he talks about the probability of things. And he's like, if you want to use agnostic, you're going to have to be agnostic about everything because you're talking Mm -hmm. about degrees of certainty and everything. Right. He had a really, really fucking good interview with Seth Andrews. Everybody, I suggest you go listen to it. It's called The Thinking Atheist. Go listen to it. Really good fucking interview. Made me buy the book. Great book. And he's going to be in Utah here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, he's coming in for a yes, book tour. So Yep. So maybe I can We've get got an event. Maybe I can get him to go, hey, this is uh Dave Silverman. You're listening to your talk house. That'd be cool. That'd be great. So no, we got two more news items that we need to get to, and we need we've only got a few minutes to do it. So Mike Fuckaby. Oh good. God damn, I hate has so much. said that he has never supported or defended Josh Duggar. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. nice. We all it's know a, it's a goddamn lie. It's a good thing we don't live in a world where, you know, there's video (laughs) footage, uh, photographic evidence. Internet. Mm Mm-hmm. But his Facebook page says otherwise. Uh, So he's been a proud (laughs) supporter of nearly everything Duggar for years and the former governor of Arkansas, Mm -hmm. which is the state that the Duggars call home. Mm Mm-hmm. 
uh, but the Duggars and Huckabee are devout Christians, probably not in the same movement, but share many personal, political, and social beliefs. Of course they do. So when Duggar Jr., um, his sexual molestation thing came out, he wrote on their uh, on Facebook. This is Mike Huckabee writing this, probably not even a ghostwriter or anything. Josh's actions when he was at an underage teen are, as he described them himself, inexcusable, but that doesn't mean unforgivable. He and his family dealt with it and are honest and open about it with the victims and the authorities. No, they weren't. No, no you weren't. weren't. Nope. No, they weren't. No purpose and whatsoever also, is religious served. Religious therapy is not therapy. Nope. That, that cool. is not. No. So no purpose whatsoever is served by those who are now trying to discredit Josh or his family by sensationalizing the story. Good people make mistakes and do regrettable and even disgusting things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but when we find yeah. out that you were touching your sister, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go straight to jail. Yeah. Jer- Jared yes. And go to and also, prison. <laughs> then he was an adulterer while promoting family values. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah. So he could choke fuck somebody that he paid right. a lot of money to. That's like someone just went, nope, nope, that's not my thing anymore. So I'm going yeah. to talk to you about this. So, yeah. So Josh yeah. is uh quote unquote has gone forward to live a responsible and circumspect life as an adult. Nope. Nope. Nothing <laughs> close. And Not so I mean the close. He went in, in the article that he was talking about. Um, someone said I really didn't support Josh. I supported his parents. And if you go back and look at what I said, there's no support for what he did. Mm, well, yeah, okay, yeah. Nobody comes out and supports Kitty Diddling. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody, nobody goes. Know. Yeah, that's a good thing. You know. <laughs> But you did support you did support Josh, not his not his actions. You did support him saying that, well, you know, we all make mistakes and Jesus forgives you for all your things that, you know, he made you do. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's something like that is not just a mistake. That's not a oops. Yeah, mistake. the last quote I have. Well, from- I, mean, I do believe that this the the way he was brought up with that crazy sexual repression yeah. and oh, also yeah, that, it, the, the roles of females as being mm-hmm. there to service males. Yeah, that's going to cause those, those kinds of problems. I, but then mm-hmm. they didn't actually report it to the police and they sent him to a religious therapy camp. And they sent the sisters not- too. It's yeah. like, why did you uh-huh. entice him? You know? Yeah. Did they seriously? They were doing yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. They were like they were victim blaming like a motherfucker. Well, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not terribly I'm not surprised. surprised. You know? I just heard that. So in his his the rest of his quote here, and I just want to say that if I didn't tug it every once in a while, I would be just as fucking insane. I, but I would never touch kids, you know, because <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> Shit's gross, yo. So in it, subs- well, but at that point, it's not just about sexuality; it's also about dominance and control. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying it's to just being expressed through his repressed sexuality, but the the reality mm-hmm. is that it would, it would be about dominance and control. It would have absolutely nothing really to do with sexual gratification, especially because he wasn't getting off. Well, especially as we've yeah. learned, even after he married and he did was able to get off as often as he possibly could want to because his mom told his wife that, you know, she's the only one that could fulfill that special purpose in his life. Uh, but anyway, in the, the quote that I have here, in subsequent months, as more things came out, what he did was despicable. It was dishonest. He did some things that totally defy everything that he supposedly stood for. Wait for it. But. But. Oh. 
he's certainly defied what his parents not only have stood for, but continue to. So my support was for his sisters, who were the real victims. I felt like they were being exploited by the media. Uh, the media didn't even care what no, was happening to them. Exploited by their parents. Yeah, he just and said, they were mm-hmm. and they and they willingly put themselves out there to the media and then defended Josh because you know that that fucking family was like, you can't let him be. You can't. He's your brother. You can't hate him for this. Like no. seriously, they brought him back into the home. They forced these girls to live with their abuser, User. and it happened again. Again and yeah, again, yeah. again, again and again, yeah. And I can't remember what uh, focus group he was in. Was he with the um, Family Research Council or was he uh, focused on the family? I don't remember which one. It was Family Research. Probably, Both probably. of them are fucking despicable groups that you know should yeah. be eradicated. But um, when he was with them, and the family was also doing this shit. I remember listening to uh, Michelle Duggar making voice like robocalls to people saying if you don't want trans people using your bathroom and diddling your kids and them you know you should vote against this thing yeah uh, and like this whole family oh yeah her fucking this- son is a part of it who is not trans let's be perfectly fucking clear here yeah and a very religious pervert too mm-hmm. so they fucking exist people you know your your magical armor of god doesn't for, doesn't protect anybody you dickholes actually i would bet you that relig- that sexual perversion happens at higher rates in sexually repressed societies yep just look at the, uh, oh, the porn yeah. stats for utah yeah yeah <laughs> positive about that yep I'm, just, oh, I mean, kyle's positive watch out <laughs> he's like i know for it's a- just that <laughs> in societies with higher sex education with uh, more modern sexual attitudes where they're like, yep, sex is awesome. Have it safe. Yeah. Um, like, hey, have you consent- pulled your pud today? No, I haven't. You should. It's good for your prostate. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> uh, females, it's it's just good for you all around. Helps with rela- relaxation, men- menstrual cramps. And just, you know, yep. go for that. Headaches, everything. Lick yeah. that bean. It's a cure-all. Um, Get rid of that stress. Where, like, teenagers, they're just like, yeah, boys, boyfriends and girlfriends spend the night together. So mm-hmm. It's safe here. And we have condoms. And they always have condoms on them. They have way <laughs> lower rates of STDs. They have way lower rates of sexual abuse. They have way lower rates of unexpected pregnancies. They and have way lower rates of date rape. Like, I'm as like, I say, they're more rounded adults when they finally get to the age where they want to make commitments and shit instead of, you yeah. know, exactly. I got to marry this person because I want to put my penis in her. Going, well, I want to have sex. So now it's time to have babies because those aren't the same fucking thing. Or the shit no. that they do in southern Utah where they go to Vegas to get married, uh, have sex and then get it annulled the same day. God. <sighs> I don't I don't want to go through that much work to get laid. I just want to enjoy myself. <laughs> the atheists of Utah a couple years back had a t-shirt that said atheists atheists do it like no one is watching. I've got and that shirt. I don't know where in my brain it just finally clicked for me, but I was like, that's true, man. Yep. Like before I, I knew you Felicia. Know, and I, I understand some people who are atheists and who don't believe this are still dealing with this. Uh for whatever reason, I got out at a young enough age and stopped believing at a young enough age that I have never felt guilty. Mm-hmm. Before we uh, having awesome sex, we 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 podcast knew each other. Uh, we were at the Zombie Jesus party together, and we didn't yep. know anybody <laughs> from anyone. But I I seem to recall it was you that was standing near me when they were announcing the tickets for who won what T shirts and stuff like that. And I happened to win like two T shirts in a row, 
and you called out, that's some bullshit <laughs> or something of the lines <laughs> like that. Oh, I wanted that shirt. And I was like, oh, I probably like, oh, that's some bullshit because I do say that. <laughs> I was mad. Rat, I did Rat want, won the, I did uh, the buckets of shirt. Atheists do it like nobody's watching. And I was standing next to my mother when that happened. And my mom went, yeah, that would have been a pretty awesome shirt. So I remember when I wore it to Willie's, I got a couple of looks from people standing around because, you know, <laughs> The atheists like to go People there. People get all up in arms about it, but the reality is that you see, and I forget sometimes you actually today. see less rates of abuse. You see less rates of uh, child endangerment. You don't you don't see the levels of child torture. You don't see sexual abuse in the mm-hmm. in the more secular and non believing communities. It's just less, uh, and and that's because we're not scared of our own genitals. And I did have one more story, but I am going to sacrifice that one tonight because it would be way too much of a muckety muck hole that I don't really want to get into. So oh, we're gonna it, go. Is it the is it the Anton Anton uh, Scalia one? No, I didn't hear it. What did he do this week? Oh shit! No, I, need, I I would need to find it. Uh, he said some bullshit about religion. No, this one is uh, David Lane, who's like a political operative. They call him a political operative. He said that the U.S. must choose Jesus or pagan secularism. Oh, like, those are not the same thing. I know. Not even it's close. Like, it's a false equivalency. Pagan and secularism are not the same fucking thing. But don't try to learn them your words there, demon woman. <laughs> Why don't you go menstruate in your red tent and, you know. <laughs> Oh, men straight on your uh, face. You give him his <laughs> red one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I went there. It's clown face. So, yeah, with that, that's a good place for us to go to break. And we'll okay. be back in a uh, couple of minutes in which we will go to our real audio segment. So just stay tuned. We'll be right back. Utah Outcast. The Brainstorm Podcast presents The Shift to Reason, Saskatchewan's first secular conference. It's happening on April 30th, 2016, and features some great speakers that include Seth Andrews, Nate Phelps, and Lovato Lewinning, along with others. This one-day event in Regina includes lunch and a VIP after-party with the speakers. Tickets are available at shifttoreason.eventbrite.ca and start at $95 for early bird tickets with student pricing and limited VIP tickets. Keep up to date with the conference on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash reason. Okay, so we're back from that nice little break there, and uh, we're going to move into our fun with real audio. And I have to warn you guys, I haven't listened to any of these. I threw the show notes together today <laughs> because I was really enjoying. I mean, I don't. We're not. I'm not the kind of guys like, oh, we need to take like two weeks off because you know the show's so hard. You know, like a lot of other podcasts <laughs> did out there for the last couple of weeks. But I'm, <clears throat> but I'm not going to be like, I, I didn't have enough time. I'm not saying anybody in particular. I'm just saying. I people. did. I. I, I people. did nothing of the sort. You know, like Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Bell threw up a fucking best of episode, and he considered mm-hmm. he even numbered it with the new number. Like his current episode number is like one that was from like two <laughs> years ago. Like, come on, man, that's cheating. I'm like, let me just replay the same twenty eight episodes for the next five years. How about do that? <laughs> You're not doing that, Jeff. I'm just fucking with you, man. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna move into our fun with real audio, and uh, we, first one up is an interview with somebody who you think that uh, they would be done with this person by now, but apparently we're, we're not. So here we go. Oh. Well, in an exclusive sit-down interview, EWTN News Nightly's Catherine Zeltner talks with the county clerk who gained international attention for refusing to... Oh, my God, are we still... 
issue marriage licenses rather to same-sex couples. Yes, oh. we are talking about who you think we're talking about. Oh, oh my God, I thought she was done. <laughs> Brian, I sat down with Kim Davis yesterday in her hometown of Moorhead, Kentucky. She opened <laughs> Moorhead. Moorhead. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants oh. a little Moorhead. <laughs> Francis, during his U.S. visit. Pope Francis. Take us there to the Vatican Embassy. What was it like to be there? The Pope walks in. And uh, he holds out his hand, so I shake his hand, and then I went in and gave him a hug, mm. a one, one-armed one hug, you know, and he hugged me back. And then we broke away, and he was standing, he said, I want to thank you for your courage and ask you to pray for me. So he still had his hands out like this, and I took his hands in my hands. So soft. I took his hands in my hands. Did she just say so soft? Are we so getting soft. fifty shades of Pope in here? I took his hands in my hands. It was so soft. Just my hands in my hands. Like shut it's up. Soft. We understand what holding hands means. You cannot hold hands unless yes, one of you is holding a hand with the other person's hand. You know, you don't oh. have to say I was holding his hand and he was holding mine. No fucking shit. That's what hand holding is, people. The, po- the popey softness of his hands is just creepy sounding. Well, and I'm I'm surprised she's not trying He's to do like so the accents. I would I would totally be doing the, the father. I'd be doing the father Guido Sarducci voice. Be like, he took up my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I seriously, like, if I met the Pope, I'd be like, the fuck, dude. Like and <laughs> the other thing is like she's like I was so honored to meet him and everything, and I wanted to totally suck his dick, but he's Catholic and I'm not. He's also, go, for the fourth time, he's gonna burn in hell. Like every Baptist and um, I can't speak for all religions, but Baptists and Pentecostals, you know, they might go be like, "Oh, you're Catholic, that's great," and they, they'll they'll be nice to you up front, but then be like, "He's gonna be burning in hell." You know, that's yeah, the they, kind of shit that that's the passive aggressive religiousness of the 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 Bible mm-hmm. Belt for you. That's all religions, though, because their god is the right one and everyone else is worshipping the wrong god. Oh, except universal Unitarianists. <laughs> yeah, but they don't actually specifically <laughs> worship god. <That's> so weird. It's <laughs> so fucking weird. Yeah, it's not my scene. Yeah, Whatever. Not my so. scene. I'd just rather say nope and have a couple extra drinks. <laughs> <sighs> Tithing money pays for a lot of beer. Uh, uh, so anyway, back to Kim. Back to get out of the blueberries. Let's talk about Kim Davis more. I thought we were do done we with have Stitch to? in 2015. I think but, this okay. is... <laughs> but it's just a terrible interview, and I just have to play it. And I said, "Sorry, she's crying. She wants to hurt us. She wants to hurt us." Oh man! I will pray for you, and I ask you to pray for me. I'm gonna pray for you. He, he grinned. You know, he spoke to me in English and um, very heavily accented. I think you you made a mistake there. He spoke <laughs> very to you heavily in accented. American. He spoke to you in American, not English. American. Mm. English, but it was, you know, his accent was beautiful, I think. And, uh, and he presented my husband and I with a rosary. He said, you mean the husband that was like your fourth husband, which was actually the second husband that you remarried because, you know, you had to hus- kids with the third husband and you fucking hypocrite. God, I hate this woman. I hate the fact that I know all this shit and I'm never going to get it. Did he, wa- did he wear his overalls to meet the Pope? Yeah. Did he get cuckolded? 
Pope take her over to the corner and be like, you watch while I fuck your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to it's tell just, me how big I am. It's an honor. It's an honor, really. <laughs> yeah, I just want to get to, I just want to get to the punchline of, of this interview where she goes, and then he looked at me and said, who the fuck are you? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he had no idea who she was. He honestly didn't. Nope. We <laughs> that from the Vatican. <laughs> yep. Stay strong. Told me to stay strong. And then they turned and they left. Why do you think it was important to share that meeting? The, the stand I took affects every church, every person that lives and loves God. Nope, fuck it, I'm done with this lady. Nope, sorry. Yeah. You don't get to... You don't get to so nope. Uh, Your stance had nothing to do with churches or religion. It had, no. Well, okay, your religion. It had to do with the fact that you didn't want your name on a piece of paperwork that said people could get married, even though it was the fucking law that they mm-hmm. could get married. Exactly. You didn't want your name associated with it because you thought it would make God angry. <laughs> then you quit. Then you fucking quit. Fucking quit the job if you're going mm-hmm. to be angry God. Conscientious, conscientious objector does. Nobody's saying you can't be a conscientious objector. What we're saying is that you don't get to have the same privileges if you want to keep a position oh, that God. requires I, of you. I hate the fact that I'm killing all these people, man. I'm just so against this. You know, this is not my job. I don't really want to be doing this yeah. job, but it pays so much goddamn money. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I fucking can't stand That's the concept of organic shit, but I still have cheeses that are organic on my yeah. island. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit there and be like, no, I refuse to sell that shit because it's a lie. Like, it's going to be like, it's a required item. Oh, well. You know, for. I guess for, I just don't care as much about it. How's for that? It, for <laughs> its marketing skill, it was a great thing that they sold to people because it got people to pay a shitload of money for stuff that is actually oh, yeah, a sub, exactly subpar the product. Same as everything else, yeah. Yeah. Actually, the the one that's like, because so most small cheesemakers can't afford to do organic. Cause, yeah, like it's they they just can't afford it. They're small, and um, so small. So the one that I really get that's organic is it's it's solid, great cheese. Don't think it makes a difference if it's organic. No, it doesn't. Well, I tried a, a lemon zest Stilton at this uh, Halloween, the uh, not Halloween fucking New Year's party I was at. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I hate those. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I don't like the white Stiltons. It didn't Any like it them. at all. At all. It was like it was. It was too busy. It didn't know what it was trying to be. The, the, the organic label. It was like it was like sweet and but like kind of a stale at the same time with like a bit of grit to it. I'm like, no, this is not a good cheese. Yeah, the British <laughs> cheeses are super crumbly. Yeah. So yeah. funny thing. All right, so just we can't we can't get through this without talking cheese for a minute. So oh jeez. Yeah. Slight blueberries here. So uh, one of the biggest producers of White Stilton is Wensleydale. And Wensleydale was about to go out of business. The company was. Oh, uh, I love a bit of Wensleydale. <laughs> there it is. Wallace and Gromit <laughs> mentioned by Wallace Wensleydale. and fucking Gromit. Yes. They mentioned it twice. They were not paid mm-hmm. to do this. Just They just mentioned it. Saved the entire company. Now they're one of the most mm-hmm. popular ones. I fucking love those cartoons. They're so right? good. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh I at the wrong trousers. That's man. great. Cheese, grommet cheese. <laughs> Back to Kim Davis. Okay, right, yeah, so we're, oh, we're done with Kim Davis. We're done with Kim Davis. Finally. Done with Kim Can Davis. we be done with Kim Davis <laughs> the rest of the year? Uh, yeah, moratorium 2016. Unless she, like, axe murders somebody, I'm not going to talk about her on the show. You know? 
if she just well, gets yeah that's not exactly yeah, it's I, I wouldn't that's not too far out of the realm of possibility, I think. She she does look like a lot like Kathy Bates from uh, mm-hmm. um what the hell is it, Misery. She does. Yeah. Uh Misery would yeah. be the movie mm-hmm. thinking of. Mm-hmm. For those that haven't seen it, there's a scene where uh the guy gets hobbled. <laughs> and you it's the payoff for the movie. It really It's is. fucking horrific. I can't have you trying to escape again like that. Puts the fucking block between his legs and sledgehammers him. Oh man. <laughs> Who's the, uh, maybe, the guy that she did that to? Was it Robert? No. Let's see. Uh, I don't remember his name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Somebody maybe, email us. Maybe that's maybe that's why the Pope wanted wanted <laughs> wanted her to pray for him. He was afraid for his life. <laughs> Please pray for me. <laughs> Please don't need to be Miss Kim Davis. I don't She's know. insane enough. She comes walking out of the prison to Eye of the Tiger, which was Fuckabee's deal. But like, <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, cry. And I'm like, you spent three days in there, bitch. Like you, I talked to somebody that spent uh, a couple of weeks in jail because he didn't want to pay for a fine because he didn't have yeah. the money. I'm like, so what's it like? He's like, you play a lot of cards, you eat a bunch of shitty sandwiches, and you sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, that sounds great. <laughs> I, I have a buddy who spent who went to jail uh, for a DUI because he was in Wyoming at the time. And his roommate was fighting with his wife, so he went out in his car to have a cigarette and turned it on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't going anywhere. Nope. And so the the cops showed up for the the fight and gave mm-hmm. him a DUI, That's up. which is bullshit. Because he the car was in park. He wasn't going anywhere. Nope. You, so can, you can bullshit. even be in the back and have yeah. the keys in the ignition to still get a DUI. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's bullshit. But anyway, so he ended up spending like a night in jail and he was like, yeah, they strip you down naked mm-hmm. and everything. And it's terrible. You and I'm like, yeah, I never wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, going to jail sounds like something I never want to experience. No, it's, sure. it's, not, it's not a fun experience, I would say. But at the Definitely same time, <laughs> fucking Kim it Davis is an experience. walking out of there like she's the fucking Rosa Parks of... <laughs> bigotry <laughs> the road parks of public employees yeah and she's just like oh my god everyone's so awesome to me and it's like bitch you you knew that this was gonna happen <laughs> you, you're not some fucking hero here alright you knew <laughs> the law you knew your job you had no right to say that I still deserve to get paid by taxpayer money and not follow the law that I was elected mm-hmm. to uphold. That's not how this fucking works. Okay, we're done. I fucking yep. hate her. We're done. Okay. Kim Davis, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Don't ever come on my show again. So next, we're going to move into the frothy mixture himself. Oh. <laughs> and we have two from him tonight because he was on a... Uh, uh, a certain show, I don't remember what the fuck it was called, and I'm not going to plug it on here anyway, because I only plug the shows I like. Uh, but he okay. was on a, a show, and you have to hear what he's going to talk about with uh, the Supreme Court and DOMA, because, you know, as president, you, that means you get to be senior dictator, as, as you know, President Obama has shown us. That's a joke, people. It's a fuck. DOMA is done. DOMA is done. is done. We have been. It's been proven that allowing openly gay people to serve in the military has not harmed a goddamn thing, and it doesn't fucking affect anything. It's done. That was a DADT. That mm-hmm. DOMA is the Defense of Marriage Act. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yep. So let's hear what he has to say. The courts decided that now they're the great arbiter. They're the great uh, supreme legislature. And that they're going to solve all these problems out here instead of 
dealing with the case before them, dealing with the issues as limited as possible to resolve the case. That- okay, so before he gets too far into there, <laughs> the courts are not the ones who legislate jack shit. Right, and they never have, that's and they the legislative don't. branch, you mm-hmm. fucking civics failing retard. Oh, but that's but what they, they do. But they you heard me, Arena. We don't they need are lawyers arbiter. arguing over laws. I'm like, that's what lawyers do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a very valuable thing that they do, but no, we don't need that. And like Kyle just said, an arbiter is a fucking judge. You know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the do. purpose of what their job is, is to arbitrate shit and so arby shit you know i need my big beef and cheddar mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah he said they legit they're the extreme the not extreme the extreme legislation yeah no they're the supreme the supreme legislation, legislation. No, no, they're not. no 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 they're not you have three branches there rick and they, Never... they each do their own thing executive yep. legislative and judicial you know Balance of power, you know, the, the shit was set up as a good system back in the day. It, you, you might learn something if you actually paid attention there, Ricky. <laughs> okay, so let's hear what he has to say, because obviously he's mad about gay marriage. That's gone. And that's, and that's created this problem. So when you hear me say, as I will, that I think it is the role of the president to, to put the court back in the, in, in the position it should, which is not the final arbiter, not the creator of all these rights, not the... The, new, the inventor or the amender of the Constitution. I don't do... Wait. What? <laughs> the inventor or the amender of the Constitution. The, the president neither. proposes laws. He's the one that signs them into existence once they come from the House and the Senate, you know? Yeah, but this president, the, the, the most, the, the biggest part of the president is to... Is to have a really vision. ...propose you know? laws, which technically any citizen can do. Yeah. But it means more coming from the the, the the desk on high, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and well, and the president has a lot more resources to formulate laws than the average citizen. I'm d- yeah. I'm just saying. And it's it's the supreme it's the courts d- rule the, the it's their job the courts the supreme court whatever you want to say, and mm-hmm. I know he's just pussyfooting around here, but he's pissed off about gay marriage and how they said that yeah it's legal. Mm-hmm. That was already a goddamn amendment to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. It was already there. You can't discriminate mm-hmm. against people. And they just made it so they, that yeah. it said that it's not just race. It's not just gender. It's sexual preference, too, you know, yeah. or their identity. Sexual identity is more like it. But you can't discriminate against people is the fucking hallstone there. It's it's the main thing. You cannot discriminate. Right. The the judicial the the judicial branch their whole purpose is to, to settle to interpret and settle arguments when you make when the legislative branch passes a law, and a citizen says, "Hey, wait this a second, work for me. yeah, <laughs> this doesn't work. I think this is unconstitutional." They file suit against that law to say this is either unjust or illegal or unconstitutional. And the judicial branch looks at it and says, you're right or you're wrong. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. change laws. They either yeah, strike they down or uphold them. They, yeah. they, they, they take out the opacity. They take away the, the cloudiness from mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because when they, shit is passed by legislative branches and executive branches, there are all sorts of questions that come up. Exactly yes. how we've had shit with like uh, Obamacare that came up. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. People had questions and they went, okay, well, the wording's vague here on this part of the bill. Maybe we can eke this by. And then the Supreme right. Court says, no. Because when no. they were said, because when they were setting up this form of government, they realized that the people who were writing and passing the laws were probably not the best people to then decide whether or not there was a problem with them. Yep. Because that would entail admitting you're wrong. Oh my wrong. god, it sounds like you're talking about a system of checks and balances. Oh my god, it's, oh my like, gosh. it's a thing. It is a thing. It, is a thing. It, is, it has been a thing for a long fucking time. And this guy is running for fucking president. This guy, he, was he's he unsuccessfully was, running for president because he's still in the bottom four. <laughs> no, I can't remember. Was, it, was he a senator or was he a congressman? I can't remember. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. He was in the legislative branch. So I he, confuse, he should understand how this works. I confuse him and Rick Perry oftentimes. <laughs> so I don't know if he was a governor and then maybe into something. Nah, he wasn't what? a governor. I know he was he was he was in the House or the Senate for Pennsylvania, I believe. But yeah, I just can't remember right now whether which which side of the house he was on. But that's pretty much irrelevant. And to go blueberries here. He was in there. Only because I think it's funny to talk about. You know, he's super Catholic. You know, you also have um, on the other end of the spectrum of super Catholics, you have Stephen Colbert. Yep. Which is pretty interesting if you think about it. Like, mm-hmm. how do these two Stephen people. Stephen Colbert is actually more representative of the, like, way Catholics actually are. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the... that's the way most Catholics actually are, where they're just like. <laughs> eh, who yeah. gives a fuck? That's my, it's what I believe. I don't give a shit if you believe it or not. Like most Catholics, really, just are not out to give a fuck about anything. I uh, I really enjoyed the Simpsons episode where Bart and Homer almost became Catholic from going to a spaghetti dinner. That shit was funny. As <laughs> and besides, you had Qui Gon Jinn doing the voice of the preach, the priest. Mm-hmm. Pretty funny. Uh, let's see. So let's hear what else Santorum has to say because that's thirty-five seconds, and we've milked it for seven fucking minutes. I love this segment. Love it. Out of the desire to grab power and authority. I do so because the court has decided that they are going to exert themselves and and become a, a disproportionate voice on the national stage. They did Except it, so I'm going to do it. The majority of people are okay <laughs> with gay marriage. Just, I'm have to find a different saying. picture. I'm tired of looking at fucking Pat Robertson here. <laughs> uh, if I get a good enough computer, I can actually do the video, which would be great. But anyway... <sighs> One that our founders never intended, and one that is not good for our country or for, for a republic to, to begin with. So the answer to your question is, that by, by way of background, when they have exceeded their authority and acted outside of the Constitution, it is incumbent upon the president to do something about it. They didn't act outside their authority. They did exactly Ooh, what they're supposed yeah. to do. Well, and what the fuck is the president going to do? You know, it, um, once, once the bill is signed into law, he doesn't have shit to do with it unless he wants to pass some sort of overreaching executive order. Yeah. And even then, you know, he would be facing a lot of a, a bunch of shit storms, especially when it comes to uh, gay marriage rulings. Could you imagine if this if fucking Santorum made it to be president oh, and he like made an executive order saying we're going to put a stay on all this stuff and you can no longer get married? How unlikely his his ever going to be elected for shit ever again would be. That's because people have stopped giving a fuck about gay marriage. Seriously, because, because it happened. And mm-hmm. guess what? Nothing fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody got raptured that I know of. Uh, 
nobody ended up dead because of it. You know, my marriage doesn't mean less. In fact, it the means more. The world did because not collapse. It's pretty fucking amazing my, how that My marriage out. means more or more than it did before because it used to be like marriage was only guys and girls. And now it's like mm-hmm. everybody can get married. So it's like it's fucking great that everybody can get married. Hooray. And I, I love, know. I That's love, so I fucking love teaching my kids that boys can marry boys and girls can marry girls. Mm-hmm. Isn't that mm-hmm. silly, Daddy? I'm like, nope, it's for real. And because just... when they learn this thing and they go tell their older people that they hang out with every once in a while, that mm-hmm. my dad says it's okay that boys can marry boys and girls can marry girls. I can just see the seething anger in the, in the back of their mind. That fucking atheist. <laughs> he's he's bringing these kids up with a shitty worldview. <laughs> no, I'm bringing my kids up with a great fucking worldview. They're going to be so fucking well-rounded that your kids are going to be working for mine, so go fuck mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm done with this Santorum thing, I, unless anybody wants to hear it more, because we've gone. No. We've gone no. another 10 minutes with this. Anyway, he, he ultimately wants to say that he wouldn't uh, ignore the Supreme Court and mm-hmm. enforce the Defense of Marriage Act. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because yeah, you, yeah, have, that's... you absolutely have that power as president to do those two things. Zipper, you don't. Not at all. No, nope. yeah. we don't live in fucking Baghdad, people. This isn't Saddam. <laughs> you know, dictatorships rarely work in this country. And if they, if it was a dictatorship, people have tried to correct that stuff in the past. You know, I'm not saying that Abe Lincoln was a dictator or JFK was a dictator, but people in this country are crazy fucking enough that if somebody is doing something they don't like to a most of an extent, they will usually do something about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think that a lot of the shit that people are saying against Obama is mostly bluster. Mm-hmm. Because if you had a real yes. fucking problem with it, maybe one of you guys would have done something fucking stupid about it. Or maybe they have. Oh, just have wait, about it. you mean like take over a wildlife refuge? We're going to get to that. <laughs> that is our main topic we're going to get to. Yeah, I figured. So yeah. uh, we're going to move on to Santorum's next thing that we want to talk about. And we'll make this is more more of the line of he's going to give us the chance to talk about something that we really care about. Uh, and that's Roe versus Wade. Mm. Because, you know, this guy, this guy has an opinion on what you should be doing with your bodies. I got in a debate about this recently, too, because I was sick today and had nothing better to do. (laughs) I love getting in Facebook arguments with people where you don't get. I mean, this is something I would care about, but it's like one of those things where, like, if there's no collateral damage or I don't care what anybody else sees when I post shit, I love those kind of. Oh, yeah. No, this is great. Like when the, uh, the, the Paris attack happened and like everybody's like, pray for Paris, pray for Paris. I'm like, fuck your prayers. Somebody, so many people, and this was, uh, like a, a company that I enjoy, which is a uh, tough mudder. They do those weird mm-hmm. fucking, uh, like a, a, a insane mud races with obstacles and shit like that. And I had done one before and it was really cool, but they said the whole pray for Paris. And I'm like, yeah, that, those prayers aren't going to do much. And so many people are like, oh dude, this is the oh. wrong time. This is the wrong time. How dare you talk about that right now? And I'm like. Seriously, it's not going to do anything. So my comment got deleted eventually, but I love stirring the fucking pot sometimes. It's good times. Stir the pot. Stir the pot. Santorum. 14th Amendment, as you know very well, uh, says that no state shall deprive any person, person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. He's like begging the question by emphasizing the person. (laughs) Absolutely, yes, yes. Or denied to any person 
within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. And the amendment, as you know, also specifically empowers the Congress in Section 5 of the 14th Amendment to the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article. Now, I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask, do you believe unborn babies are persons whose equal right to life is it's not the same thing. It's they not. can't be persons if they're not viable. Exactly. This is not a person. Yeah, if they rely on the body of another person... They're not autonomous. Other, yeah, that <laughs> other person has the right to say, No. no this is <laughs> my body. <laughs> my body. My choice. And pregnancy is inherently life-threatening. And it's a fucking parasite for a long time. <laughs> for every woman. Now, granted, yes, it's a lot less life-threatening. No, but it's... less does not mean not life-threatening. Less, less is not more in this case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any illness, which pregnancy is considered an illness, yeah. which is life-threatening, a person mm -hmm. has the right to seek the treatment best for that. And if that is removing the illness from their body that they so choose, that's mm -hmm. their fucking choice. Fetus mm -hmm. be gone. <laughs> it's, Get it's behind me, fetus. Behind me. Yeah. I said that to some people. I said that to some pro-life people today on Facebook, and they were like, "Oh, bless you, Felicia." And I was this close to being like, "Okay, well, it was nice chatting with you, but I'm off to get my abortion." Right. I'm gonna go sneeze for you too. <laughs> yeah. Bless me. Oh, wait, a sneeze is actually something. You know, it's not a prayer. <laughs> God, it's just like they were just like, yeah, but the child was innocent and didn't ask to be conceived. And I'm like, and nobody asked for the child to be conceived. Well, <laughs> they should have had safe sex. I'm like, oh, yeah. that doesn't always work. That, that, that works so well, you know. I'm like, yeah, that's not 100%. And then I would go rape, and they're like, that's not the most common. And I'm like, so? No, it still happens, and you still want the people to carry the baby. Yeah. And I've and been uh, like, but the innocent child did nothing. I'm like, and she doesn't have to risk her life and for I, anyone else ever. And it's, I hate those conversations because they 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 are flawed from the beginning because they they're calling it a child. They actually told me science has proved that life begins at conception. I'm like, no. <laughs> No, actually, there's really not. And they're uh, like, it is well, and what they meant was like bacteria is life. Well, that's what they meant. yeah, like, yeah, I mean, that's not the same thing because I can go like this and kill the bacterias all I want, and nobody's raising an ethical argument. But at the same yeah. time, you just like given like at least three fairies their life back. Yeah. So yeah, okay, so that's good. I mean, it at least it bounces out. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Those argument. Those arguments don't really work very well because if they want to call that they're life, <laughs> they're bad arguments. But if they want to call that life, then they also have to qualify every skin cell as alive. And they also have to qualify and their the eggs, eggs that they eat. And the they sperm. This, they have to qualify this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually said they're like they should have. They shouldn't have taken the risks that could lead to pregnancy. I'm like. Fine. Like, haven't so you ever fucked? A, Don't you like so to fuck? So if somebody gets in a car, <laughs> and somebody gets in a car accident and breaks their leg, they shouldn't seek treatment for that broken leg because, because they, they do the risks getting into a car? 
and they were like, "That's absurd." And I'm like, "Yeah, they're like, pregnancy isn't the same as a broken leg." I'm, they're like, "Pregnancy isn't trauma." I'm like, "Technically, it's classified as an illness." Yeah, and uh, that's true. <laughs> you talk to um, anybody that's had kids, and it, it, I don't know what the process is or why it happens, but. My wife likes to uh, complain all the time that the developing kids took part of her brain. Mm. I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. Pregnancy brain. I've heard of that. Because Mm -hmm. she said that there's shit where she's like, I don't have... I used to think that I was a lot smarter (laughs) than I am now. And I'm like, oh, you're still smart. She's like, don't fucking patronize me. (laughs) She doesn't doesn't say that. Uh, The thing is that pregnancy changes her body. Brain chemistry. Forever. Motherfucker, yeah. Yeah, like she still Whatever. has a she still has a spot on her lower back where they did the, uh, um, the fuck is it called? Where they epidural? Did, yeah, they do yeah, the epidural. The epidural. Mm-hmm. Where I can't touch it. I can't. The kids can't touch it. I can't touch it because it's too fucking painful for it to like to be touched. And I'm like, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. like, see what I sacrificed for these kids? I'm like, yes, honey, I do see. I I appreciate you bringing me flora fauna and Meriwether. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> They're just it it changes her body forever and she's already a living person forever and so there's just no justification for saying well she had sex so now she has to carry this kid i'm like yeah no that, that was that's so, yeah. not we're not incubators i don't think they <laughs> understand this and it was yeah. women I was talking to him like women aren't incubators they're people i like giving people the the argument of like uh um, well, you know, you have a kidney and I, I need it. Like, no, this this is my body. Like, okay, great. <laughs> there you go. You fucking that, that, you see what you just did there? Yeah. You <laughs> see? Because let's say, let's say life begins at conception, which uh personhood does not. Like Yeah, yeah no. It's, it's just because you're alive does not make you a person. Yeah. All you need to do is watch Inside Out and see that Riley had one button at birth mm-hmm. to know that that's not a person. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not you're not sentient, you're not sapient, nothing. And and mm-hmm. and they're like, they have a heartbeat. And I'm like, and oh. you can stimulate a heartbeat in a dead body. You know, we've so, made, yeah. art, we've so made does, artificial... So does a person in a, in a persistent vegetative state. They've made yeah. stem so. cell hearts that beat. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, a heartbeat doesn't mean shit. So, yeah. moving on. You know, Sorry, but let's just say, let's <laughs> just say... That they are a life, that they are a person from the moment of conception, which is just absurd. Um, <laughs> because seriously, the moment of conception is where there's an egg and there's a little spermie, and he goes blue, 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 and that's <laughs> for not a, a person. For a representation, mm-hmm. there are people that aren't watching on video. Felicia just made a handsy <laughs> egg, and she did a swimmer into it, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes that noise too, blue, 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 blue. <laughs> Like Shit, how did, were you in the bedroom at the time? How did you know that's what the sound? Man. Wait, no, that's it. not a Pac-Man. That's I'm like just, the, no, that's, that's the mushroom sound from Super Mario. <laughs> that's what it was. No, it might sound more like waka 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 So, but let's just say that that blue 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 moment is that that this is a person now. Every sperm is sacred. <laughs> Every sperm is good. If it's let's just say it is, then that person is going to suck the life out of her for the next mm-hmm. nine months. 
Well, and not to mention the additional the next, like, years. 17 you know. years, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what? Yeah, I understand. I'm on the same fucking page. <laughs> Literally use the resources of her body and threaten her life. Bitch, you better give birth to, to exist. <laughs> that person is saying, I need your shit in order to live. She gets to say, no. Nope. 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 Not doing it. Not going to yep. do it. And do they're like, wanna, do you guys want to wager? Selfish. I'm like, so? You want to wager how many seconds into the video we are right now? Oh, geez. Two. Uh, 27? 34 seconds in, and we've got oh. like 12 minutes on this. <laughs> Let's hear what he has to say. <laughs> Would you call on Congress to use this Section 5 authority to protect the unborn? Uh, or do you believe that you're obligated to defer to uh, the declaration of uh, majority now 40-plus uh, years ago in Roe versus Wade unless and until Roe is overturned by a future decision of the court or a constitutional amendment? Is there something that well, can be done now? I mean, if you, you go back to uh, what is the definition of person, which, of course, isn't defined in, uh, in, in the Constitution. And I've said this over and over and over again. Yeah, but they define militia as like any fucking mm -hmm. Yahoo that wants a gun. So I'm of just going to bring that up yeah. only for, for like context later. Yeah, we could also bring up that he's using the 14th Amendment to argue what he wants and ignoring the 14th Amendment. For what it really does. For gay rights. <laughs> yeah, gay rights and yeah. DOMA mm -hmm. and shit like that. So yeah. The mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. side of being open and welcoming and, and, and accepting of all of God's creation, all human beings should be considered persons. And that uh, we should have all all human beings should be considered persons. That, that is there's there's that is such a at, problematic statement. I, I well, don't at, even really know where to I attack mean, it. At, at the most basic level, it's saying that, yes, all humans are people, but not all people are humans. I, I don't know, because I think Coco the gorilla would have a little bit to say about this shit. Like <laughs> me, hate you, you know. Well, and that's the thing Kitty, is that Kitty, in science, you know. there are non-human yeah. persons. We, we, like, we are in a, in a realm where, where we are recognizing non-human persons, yes. Yeah, dogs have, uh, it's not been like, there's not a consensus yet, but there's a lot of evidence that dogs could be yep. persons. Yeah. Uh, dolphins. Uh, dolphins, I'm yeah. Sure most, um, most scientists who are studying the sentience and sapience of dolphins have been like, yeah, they're persons. And they're mm -hmm. just... They're persons. Uh, gorillas, for sure. Chimpanzees. Yeah. yeah. They're non-human I like to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bonobos. <laughs> our closest relatives. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're persons. Like, each individual is a person. And then mm -hmm. it's getting even further into, hey, are, like, ravens persons? Because they're... They use tools. pretty yeah. fucking... They're smart. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> smart. And, like, they name their children... Individual, like a specific sequence of sounds, represents that specific individual. Did I? I like, don't think if I. I don't know if I brought it up here or if I just talked about it at work. But a there's like been a consensus of a lot of scientists out there that uh, a lot of the apes that we um, see on the planet right now are currently living in the Stone Age. Yeah, they. Yeah, they're they're Stone they're, Age. They're, they're, now. They're yeah, yeah, they, they have tools. complex political societies. And uh, some even have the ba the beginnings of what looks like democracy forming. Yeah. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's pretty it's fucking, fucking crazy. Fascinating. But the, the, the most language? interesting thing to oh. me is like someone said language, like some of them have language. One of the what most you? fascinating things I said is like, 
during the Stone Age, let's remind everybody that this is what humans accomplished in the Stone Age. And one of them was like traveling in the water by boat. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we started. Who, we started like, the domestication. Do like, I can do that. We started the dom- domestication of dogs in the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're gonna see like chimpanzees with fucking like bird buddies kind of thing. You know, <laughs> traveling down major waterways, like giving you like the finger. You know, <laughs> like, oh yeah. What's up, dude? That, the chimpanzees, <laughs> like they're complex societies. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're far more. Uh, they're quickly more violent than we usually are. Oh, they're um, they're coming for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah the apes are yeah. coming. Carrie Jackson but... has been sounding this warning for years, but the apes but... are coming for us. Oh, yeah, no, they're terrifying. Uh, orangutans, <laughs> I'm actually not that super scared of because orangutans are actually super chill. Mm-hmm. Like they like watch us, and they're like, "Yeah, I can watch socks too." Seriously, mm-hmm. that's that's a thing that has actually happened. They like this mm-hmm. one. She saw people washing socks, and she's like, "Sure." And so she started washing socks, and then she'll like take canoes and mm-hmm. row. Yeah, canoes she, she, with she, her yeah. orangutans will steal boats. Yeah, they will. They're just like, <laughs> "Sure, why the fuck not?" Like, hey, wait. Um, yeah, I saw I saw that ape. They're usually like the lawgivers, aren't they? I can do that. <laughs> like. The so orangutans are like, they'll just like hang out around people and just like do what they do. So that's pretty chill. But like chimps are way like us in the fact that they have like these really political like tribes. And uh, the biggest and strongest doesn't necessarily have to be the leader. They change leadership uh, mm-hmm. often based on how political somebody is. Like they're, oh, they're so intensely like us. Go watch and so a- it's- freaks me the fuck out i don't know if anybody's but, watched it no, there's a a zygote is a person yeah yeah I, i've already closed the tab i'm not listening to santorum anymore we're gonna <laughs> on break here in a second uh like, but i was gonna say for anybody that chimpanzees, but they're like everyone is, all of these are a person and i'm like well what about non-human persons because i don't see you giving chimps rights in the zoos so fuck mm-hmm. you so anybody that really wants to see like a good representation of ape culture kind of things and kind of weird to bring it up but uh disney oh, made a movie this thing. last year Did called you know the... that whales have culture and dialects <laughs> sorry non-human no. persons it's really fascinating uh but there was a disney movie that came out this year called uh, monkey kingdom mm-hmm. not a lot of people saw it but it i really interesting i'm i'm fascinated with disney wanting to make a step back into the uh used to making because disney used to make a shitload of like nature documentaries and everything and they mm-hmm. were fucking great even though a lot of them were staged but yeah yeah they kind of got in shit for that <laughs> lemmings don't throw themselves off cliffs mm-hmm. disney you're assholes nope they learned their lesson from that. Love you. they really mm-hmm. did they really did because disney is not the same company it was back then they're more yes. ruthless and everything but fuck they've got like a, <laughs> i mean you got star wars beating all fucking records around the around the world oh, yeah. God. they There's they made a record they haven't be, hasn't beat yet nope so Star Wars. <laughs> i'm gonna go watch that so again good. this week I'm go watch i cried it. i need to go see an imax that's what i'm gonna go do yeah we saw an imax 3d and i was just like <sighs> so the whole time well kyle kyle knows all about this because he had like a two and a half let's plug that real quick yeah. he had like a two and a half hour episode of uh, that the fellows that do the Podhell Media with us are called a Geek Dad Report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm he had like a that. he had like a two and a half hour yeah, uh, recap of like episode seven this week. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm I'm gonna go listen to it, but I haven't had time yet. So I got something <laughs> to do at work tomorrow. But that brings us to the perfect time for us to take a break. So we will be 
right back with our main topic. So we'll catch you then. Be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff and teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Okay, so we're back from break, and what we're going to jump into for our main topic this week, sorry, let me get off of a, another thing I was looking at on the web. You guys don't want to know, unless you're patrons, you have no idea what I was looking at. Um, we should cake. apologize to the patrons. We should apologize <laughs> to you. Don't go to cakeparts.com. Don't, just don't go there. So, main topic for this week, we're going to talk domestic terrorism, only because these stupid motherfuckers in Oregon... And I hate to call it Oregon because it's Southeast Oregon, so it's like Idaho light. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's essentially Idaho. And I only reason I know this because I lived in Idaho, and to, for, they didn't have a Walmart at the time when I was living in Idaho where we were, but they had one in Oregon. So we drove two fucking hours to go to Walmart. That's how weird my family is. But anyway, uh, they have taken over a uh, what what the hell is it called? It's a um, it's a not a ranch with that meh. I can't remember what it's called. A wildlife refuge in Oregon. I can't remember the name of it exactly. But they've taken over. Like, this is a group of right-wing militiamen Mm -hmm. armed to the fucking teeth have taken over the federal building in Oregon. And um, two, actually three of the people that are participating in right now, and one of them is the the main uh, ringleader, I should say, is Mm -hmm. the Cliven Bundy clan. Yep. So oh. you have uh, Cliven's one son, Ammon, who is who is leading the whole fucking thing. And their whole reasoning behind this is they're saying that they're protesting the federal prosecution of two ranchers. You know, like they were pro- they were protesting mm-hmm. the prosecution of his their dad, Cliven Bundy. And these two assholes were convicted of arson in a failed attempt to cover up illegal poaching on federal lands. And they Is come that out and say, no, they come out and say like, oh, well, they're just trying to make sure that they burned off stuff that they didn't want encroaching on their fields and stuff like uh, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. They were fucking poaching. Mm. Like not just a little bit of poaching, a lot of poaching. Interesting. So these mm-hmm. quote unquote hardcore militia men are there because the judge, I, I believe, as the uh, as their sentences wrapping was about to wrap up. The judge was like an attack more time onto their ship as stuff came to the light. Right. No. Okay. I do have a problem with that. Yeah. Because both the you were father convicted. and the son served their time. Mm-hmm. And the judge far later said they didn't serve enough and now they have to serve more. That sounds seriously like getting around double jeopardy to me. Yes. But the problem, mm-hmm. problem I'm facing with this is that they're saying that them storming off and taking over a federal building it's not being occupied i mean it's occupied now by these people but it wasn't occupied yeah. at the time oh it wasn't even occupied okay yeah no it, no, no they didn't they didn't it, it they, was closed down for the winter it was closed yeah. down for the winter nobody was in it so it's a building with a gift shop in it that these guys have taken <laughs> over at a wildlife refuge and they're saying that we're doing this under protest no, the people that protest don't normally storm fucking federal offices mm-hmm. with weapons saying we're ready to kill or be killed. 
Yeah, that's yeah. not protest. You know, o- Occupy, they, they just, Occupy Wall Street, they took over parks, you know. Yeah. I mean, they didn't yeah, take it over. They, they moved they if they were tents. asked to move, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, they took over parks with tents. With tents, and they didn't carry fucking weapons with them. Right. They, did, they didn't make like... goodbye videos saying, this might be the last stand I have in this country. I'm doing this so my children can have a world they should live in. Be like, no. And that's dude. the thing. That's the thing that's really fucked up about this is if you are protesting the judge doing something that, yeah, it seems pretty not okay. It seems like he's getting around double jeopardy. You get you lawyers and you do it civilly. You know? Yeah. You go, you go Freedom From Religion Foundation and you hire lawyers and you defend them in court and you stand up yeah. for their rights. You don't take over a federal building that has absolutely nothing to do with this. Well, and they're saying that they're not going to give it back until the their uh, demands are met. So When one of their demands is the government relinquishing the wildlife refuge. Yeah, federal land back to whoever oh. is there. They're saying that we're not going to mm-hmm. leave until you give this back to us and... You uh, cancel the the the, the yeah. They're tacking on the Hammond issue after the fact. Mm. Yeah, and my big qualm about this, uh, like everybody else on the internet, especially in the atheist community, are going. If these were brown people, Mm -hmm. or you know, black people, they would have fucking stormed it already. Oh, absolutely! Mm -hmm. Yeah, they would have. I I Mm -hmm. hope I hope somebody I hope somebody very smart from the uh, from the federal government. Decides when to black uh, people, when black Ferguson. people march unarmed, peacefully, peacefully, peacefully. Mm-hmm. in Ferguson, in Ferguson, they pull out motherfucking tanks. Yeah, they had <laughs> tanks, rubber bullets, tear gas, and all they, sorts of other shit. They had sharpshooters, fucking weapons, sharpshooters, and snipers at people, snipers on top of Bearcats aiming at fucking peaceful protesters. Yep. Ready and then for shit say, to break out. Yeah, but they made people late to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, was, God, I was just—I was saying. I, I hope somebody—I hope somebody smart from the federal government uh, decides to say, "Okay, you want that land given back, taken away from the federal government, given back." We'll go ahead and contact the local indigenous population and see if they want the land back. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be. That would be. That would be a great. That'd be a great call on their blog. Well, what's really bothering, besides the whole race issue and everything, is that there are people that are softballing the fuck out of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're just no, protesting. No, I don't protesting. think. No, this is fucking terrorism. It is terrorism. You going into I... a building that doesn't belong to you, armed mm-hmm. with a whole shitload of you guys saying, we're here, mm-hmm. we're, we're built for bear, we're not going to go anywhere. Right. How is this yes. any different than, like, North Korea or Russia coming in and saying, this town is ours, fuck you, Wolverines? They... You know? Right. They used violent aggression for a political reason. That's terrorism. Um, by all definitions, that, that's what it works out as. Right. And um, But I do think it the right thing for the government to do is be like, eh, maybe we don't need to blow them all up. No, I don't like, think we need a drone strike these guys or anything. Right, sort. that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so they're saying... Maybe there's a way to do this without bloodshed. Great. If they were brown people, that wouldn't be happening. No, that would that's, not be the case yeah. at all. That's true. Right but now, I think probably. That if, if brown people had done this, this mm-hmm. would still be the correct course of action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, probably, but probably, the best thing to do is just, probably the best thing to do is just to ignore them. 
you're in a vacant building that was closed down for the winter. Fine. You guys yeah. want to spend the winter there? Go right ahead. And, I, and I've looked at the map for it and everything. There's only like one or two access roads into this place. It's back. Yeah. It's got a gigantic fucking river to like one part of it. So you there's what really the, what they need to do. They need to they need to blockade the fucker and siege the shit out of these people. You know, <laughs> you know what these white these white privileged motherfuckers are gonna do? They're gonna be like, oh, I gotta go back to work, man. I gotta go back to work. <laughs> That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna spend a week there. They're gonna use all their vacation time and then be like, "Well, I got family." We didn't That's realize there would. We didn't realize there wouldn't be Wi-Fi here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look they're at my mail. I can't look at my porn and tug it, man. It's really sad for me. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm gonna, seriously, seriously, if I was with somebody who left to go do this i'd be like oh really well let me get these divorce papers all taken care of well the the one like, <laughs> i make fun of it because there's a, a guy that actually recorded a video of like him saying goodbye in case shit turns bad which <laughs> one is fucking hilarious mm -hmm. but at the same time he's like this is the reason that dad hasn't been able to be home for christmas and new year's motherfucker you just have a problem being around your family, you know. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Yeah. No, seriously, you feel insecure and a lack of value in your current situation, and you didn't join the military, so now you feel like you have to go do a thing. Yeah. Or even better, he probably didn't qualify for the military because he's probably. insane, you know. <laughs> yeah. So the they're saying that there is a collective effort from multiple agencies currently working on a solution. Which to me sounds like they don't know what the fuck they're gonna do about this because either way they handle it is bad. It's more. It, it's more like they're. Pro it's probably a room full of people going, "What the fuck are these guys even doing?" Because they go in guns yeah, blazing. Just, that gives the guys the ammunition they need they for. Did. Yeah, gives them the ammo for the secession movement. That there's a fucking huge contingent of people. Well, of, a, just the 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 law enforcement agencies are like, if they stay there. Then we will use another building. Like, like, <laughs> like, like they're like. Even. So. Yeah, everyone's kind of saying. Really like, well, we don't really feel like getting shot for this. Yeah, we don't really need that building for another couple months, really. Yeah. Like, if they would have walked in and like took over a DMV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there might, exactly. there might be probably a little bit more urgency or something like that, but. Yeah. but it still I, is that I fun little anybody there that fun double standard we have where the people of color are <laughs> are immediately dealt with this you know like mm -hmm. Tamir Rice where he was shot within two seconds of the cops pulling up on the fucking lawn to get the guy mm -hmm. not even guy he was 12 year old he was a child and they're like well you shouldn't have been brandishing the gun no no he wasn't. No. it was a toy gun with a an orange thing on the end I'm saying it didn't have that on there but anyway Still, but still, there are yeah. different ways. You can't suss out a fucking person in two seconds. I've got, I've got a video of two men, and one, it's one at a time. One One's a white down. guy, dressed in a t-shirt and jeans, yep. open carrying a rifle. Cop so pulls up, says, "Why are you carrying that? What's going on?" Black mm -hmm. guy wearing the exact same clothing, the exact same outfit. Open carrying, not brandishing. Four fucking cop cars! And they're pointing mm -hmm. weapons at him as soon as they fucking pull up. Is that the same one where the girlfriend that's pregnant is actually taking the video and they make her get on the ground too? 
like no, on her belly. This was a social experiment, so the camera oh, was okay. pretty back there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It was a social experiment. Like these guys did this on purpose. Yeah. It was the same stretch of road. It was the same outfit. Well, the the it cops was... in that video too were like with the white guy. They were saying, you know, we appreciate you you expressing your Second Amendment like this. That means there's going to be yeah. less crime in the area. Yeah, I saw the video. It's just mm-hmm. it's really fucked up it's because fucked the black guy yeah. doing the exact same thing gets guns Harassed. pointed at him. Yeah. Gets threatened. Right. Well, mm-hmm. with, with that with that one, I want to know the other. I want to know the other side. Um, not not the other side. The other half of the story. What what got the cops there? What was the call? There's a black guy carrying a rifle. That's all. That's all they need to hear. Be like, yeah, I'm gonna go kill me a darkie. You know. Well, in, in a in a lot in a lot of these, the element that's missing from a lot of the discussion is what what is that initial nine one one call or the citizen the, report? The yeah, what is the citizen reporting? Yeah, but then again, I you can't. A lot of it can be laid at something like that, but at the same time, right? Ultimately, it comes to the guy that pulled the trigger. Right. No, I'm just saying. So I'm just saying, I don't care how convincing. That, I don't care how convincing the Tamir Rice call might have been that there's a kid at a park with a gun. Right. You know, you don't fucking roll up mm-hmm. and just two seconds hop out blasting away at the kid, and then. Lying in your statement about what the fuck you did until a video mm-hmm. pops the up. The kid had it. He wasn't brandishing the weapon either. No, by the he way. wasn't. No, the oh, weapon. Man, fuck! Fun. Had this been a white kid, nobody would have batted an eyelash. Nope, he would have been like, "Son, that's a dangerous thing you could, you're doing there." You know. So mm-hmm. anyway, in this, in the uh, the protest that we, oh, I can't call it the protest, the terrorist action that's being. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling it that because it is fucking it's Christian terrorism because we have the uh, the Christian part of it coming up here in a second where Ammon Buddy claims that his decision to launch the action was the result of a divine inspiration. Oh, for for fuck's sake. A result of which he claims to be a quote unquote heartfelt conversation with the Lord. Ah, which one? Shiva? Oh. Which one are we talking about? I'm sure we're talking about Jeebus, but so also well, in this video, I was no, gonna... it's the guy who owns his land. I was going to play <laughs> this, but it's like 19 minutes long, and I, I I thought about doing it as an after show, but I'm like, no, that's even a lot. That's a lot for us to sit through. So in the video, Bundy re- repeatedly claims that God is on his side and wants him to fight the federal government, declaring that the Lord was not pleased with what was happening to the Hammonds. And he concludes the video asking fellow Christian terrorists to join him in his act of domestic terrorism. Oh, he doesn't say terrorism, of course, but I'm adding this in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking you to come to Hartney County to participate in this wonderful thing. This wonderful thing that the Lord is about to accomplish. So can we declare this being a civil war yet? I mean, because <laughs> we, it honestly is. And. If all these other people are, I, I don't think they're going to allow anybody else into this compound at this point. So no, no, they're they're not. Yeah, they Probably. blocked the roads. You know, but it just bugs the shit out of me that these white and Christian people yeah. are are being. But maybe they should. Maybe they should let everybody in. No, these everybody guys go are go ahead in there, and then they'll and then they'll block the road as soon as they're in there. I want to point. I want to point out that even my somewhat conservative libertarian boyfriend was like, "Oh, those guys are idiots." Mm-hmm. Dumb. I'm like, yep. Just and I was like, and if they were brown people, and he's like, oh, they'd be dead. Yeah, exactly. Because, because even at the end of the day, the libertarians are like, oh yeah, the police are shooting brown people. <laughs> like, 
oh, it's a problem. This is bad. <laughs> it's it, the double standard is just makes me fucking feel. <laughs> I cannot stand it. Um, and the, the mainstream media, and I hate to use that term, but the mainstream media to me is anybody that's not a podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is uh, they're not calling them armed domestic terrorists. They're calling no. them like a citizens group with issues. You know, it's militia. like a militia. No, yeah. you're not a fucking militia. No. No matter what you may think you call yourself. And it just bugs me that I'm watching all these videos and all these, there's all these don't tread on me signs and shit that they're carrying around. And like, <laughs> I'm a member of the First third of all, militia. Wild Life Refuge has, har- has not harmed any of these fuckers participating. No, it's just a, it's an easy to claim. Probably they they. If anybody had any view of like what fu- fucking tactics were, you'd have a way out. You wouldn't just back yourself yeah. up to a river. You'd yeah. Idiots. You, you can't hunt there is what it is. Mm-hmm. You can't kill all the things there. That's what it is. <laughs> and so bottom line, according to the article that I was reading here, if these were Muslim or Black Lives Matter activists taking over a federal building, the response would be completely different. God, yeah. if, okay, if they were Black Lives Matter, I think it would be bad. If they were Muslim, that place would be bombed to obliteration. Yeah. So that's about all I had for this main segment. I just wanted to talk about the the wonderful double standard we had. And we spent about 17 minutes on it, so that's good enough for me. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our final stuff for the week, uh, like our final features, whatever you guys might want to talk about. I'm going to go ahead with mine and uh, share something with the audience out there. And uh, that's the fact that I picked up uh, Mad Max Fury Road on like iTunes for like 10 bucks. <laughs> Which is pretty, pretty not not a bad price, but um, I watched it again, and it's been a number of months since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that movie so blows me up. the fuck away every time. I need to rewatch that one. I mean, I'm I'm just, I'm still catching shit that I didn't catch before, especially since I can mm-hmm. now turn on like subtitles and everything, and like all the wonderful little pieces of dialogue I might have missed out on, like when Nux finally does the whole "witness me" like quietly. It's like mm-hmm. I didn't catch that before. Fuck. Man, I'm catch, catch all, <laughs> catch all fifteen, all fifteen lines of dialogue that Max has. He actually, actually, from when I watched he, it the first time, yeah. I thought he didn't say much, but this one he actually does say quite a bit. Yeah, he does. He has quite a bit. But it's subdued. It's not the main focus of it, and I still love mm-hmm. the fact that he doesn't tell Furiosa his name until like the last like five minutes of the movie. <laughs> I love it. God it is. damn it! What a good movie. Green. There's such a, a great. Movie. Oh, and like the zero expo- exposition, and you are just thrown into this world, and you have to absorb the context from the film itself. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. he stomps the lizard at the beginning, and then next thing you know, he's being chased down, and then next thing you know, he's a blood bag, and mm-hmm. like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. war rigs coming down. Like, what? Yeah, we're not going to fucking hold your hand on this movie. It's great. Yeah, there's a there's a talk, there's a rumor right now of the of that film being re released into theaters I will in, black, see it again. in black and white. Ooh, I would love to see that. Yeah, because the the black huh. and white version was supposed to be on the Blu-ray. Which, uh, from but what I heard, and I think we talked about it in between the break there, but uh, Warner mm-hmm. Brothers is going to be releasing Blu-rays of uh, 4K stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I just got that TV, so uh, one of the first the first release is going to be Mad Max Fury Road. So I'm probably going to go buy that on ultra high definition. So yeah, good times. What about you guys? Anything else? So for me, it was, um, I saw this meme, it was about the new Star Wars and it was like, 
uh, Daisy, I'm forgetting her last name, Ridley. only shows 10% mm-hmm. skin and still sexier than most of the women who were n- practically naked in all of the movies. Or something. Basically, they were like claiming that she's hotter because she doesn't oh. show off her skin, right? And um, so I took some slight issue with that. First of all, it's like, uh, we don't have to compliment a one woman for being sexy by putting down other women. Um, As somebody who's done nude modeling, um, I'm not devalued because I show skin. I don't have less respect for myself because I show skin. I've recorded this show topless a few times. And that's... And the only reason I'm not topless right now is because it's cold. <laughs> it's really fucking cold. <laughs> it's cold, and I don't want to. <laughs> so, well, and, and I think for – I can't speak for every geek out there that, like, was really blown away by Daisy Ridley in the movie. But I think a lot of it came from her confidence. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big part of it. And the other I, part was I her – she was amazing. She was fantastic. And we're we're New Year, so we can talk spoilers all we want. But when she's telling yeah. Finn, quit fucking holding my hand. Yeah, she's like, don't. I know, it was so great. And and there were so many like moments in this film where the feminist in me rejoiced, where she was just like, I she's like, I don't need you. And nice. and 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 Finn bless his freaking heart, you know? Like he's just like this sweetheart. He's, he's just the new- trying to do the right thing. He's the newborn atheist. I I, I viewed a lot yeah. of Finn because he was the guy that yeah. was a dogmatic person, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden saw the light and started mm-hmm. to do the right thing. And he just, and he was and too just, much trying to do the right thing. He's trying so hard, and he's adorable and fantastic, and what a great character! Seriously, and God he's funny and he's charming, but he's kind of dorky. Like what a great character! And and then there's Ray. And she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's sexy as fuck. And and she's not she's not sexy because she's being sexualized. She's sexy because she's awesome. Like that's, that's okay. Just how like, it works. Yeah. Can't we celebrate like, that? Can't we celebrate sh- that she's not just put on that rebel helmet again for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't we just celebrate that Ray is herself? And knows knows herself to a set, to an extent, I and then a, changes. I saw a hashtag just, going around that was like "gay for Ray," hashtag. She's and amazing. Like, and I'm also like, yeah, I'm kind of gay for Poe. <laughs> right. Oh, so is Finn. Yeah. Well, there, there's there's like Tumblr is ablaze with people oh. trying to get a like people getting petitions and shit ready to try to get a Finn and Poe romance that happens. Oh my god. No! <laughs> Finn is straight. You know, they're, they're just trying that. to ship. It's, so it's shippers want to ship. Shippers want to ship. That's all it is. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's this close to being Finn being like, I love you, and Ray being like, I know. Like, it's that close. Because <laughs> Ray doesn't need she don't need it. She doesn't need his love, but she can love. Like, I, anyway, she's amazing. Nope, and nope, I just, she's like, a Jedi. Jedi it. can't love. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. Nope. They, they can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, I think I think she could bring a new front to the Jedi that is she more could. open-minded. Well, a lot of us geeks are talking about it, and we're like, we're wanting to see our first gray Jedi, which is someone that takes both sides. You know, not just mm-hmm. a yeah. good guy, a paragon versus a evil person. You know. 
I love those great characters. Everyone does. That's why Kylo Ren works. Anyway. That's why he's so good. Because <laughs> he's tormented. But it's... <laughs> Oh, it was so good. And I and and when Han Solo died, I we're past spoilers. Yeah, we're but, past spoilers. Uh, <laughs> when he died, I cried. And it was like there was like I saw it coming. I'm like, yeah, so did I. But I You're it's like, still, no, no, you can't do that. No, you can't kill that it's person. Han Solo. It's like when somebody like, told you about Han the Red Solo. Wedding for the first time. You're like, no. No, no, they couldn't possibly do that. Or someone telling you, yeah, Joffrey dies. Get the fuck out of here. No. Yeah. That no, little fuck's going to be with us forever. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was talking to William about it because we saw it together. And I'm like, it's like I experienced Dumbledore and Hedwig dying all over again. Oh. Yeah. Shit, Debbie Downer. God. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's but anyway, yeah, Daisy was amazing and she was sexy and she was awesome. And I totally don't mind geeks being like, yeah, I'd do her. But then there was this meme that was like, she only shows 10% skin, and she's hotter than all the other women. And I'm like, why do you have to put down the other women, right? Why, why, why are you, you showing them porn shoulders, lady? You know. Yeah. I mean, why do look you, at that porn for shoulder some on. reason, think <laughs> that, well, that that and has to do bones. with... I got collarbones and shoulders. What is, and you can see my bralette still because not I used to wear bras. Still not so, asking for it. So now I wear these because they're not technically bras. They're awesome. Bralettes. Yeah, they're bralettes. Nice. Bralettes. Nice. I don't. I don't, know, I don't I actually. It's pretty great. Yeah, so I don't like know why they think. Uh, I want to know why they think that that sexiness or hotness uh, has to have a, a correlation to how much skin is shown. Is well, no, here's what it is. is what here's what it sexy? is, because they were perceiving women who show skin as promiscuous. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Ooh. there was this, so I didn't, I didn't jump on my feminist bandwagon, like, right away, because I was like, all right, <laughs> let's just see what some of these people are saying. And most of them were like, why you got to put down the other ones? I like it all. <laughs> like, but then there was this one fucking guy. One fucking guy who was like, he's like, it's not putting down other women. And I was like, he's like, this isn't offensive. You guys are just too PC. And I'm so <laughs> sick of that shit oh. because I am not PC. Let me be fucking <laughs> clear here. I don't say things because I think they could be offensive. I say offensive shit all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and right. I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with people saying offensive shit. What? I do advocate for is thinking about what you say. So what pissed me off was not that he was saying uh, that, that she was hotter over women. I mean, I didn't like that. But then he was like, you're too PC. And I'm so sick of people saying ignorant, sexist, slut shaming, racist shit. Because and then say in defending it, saying, oh, you're just too PC. That is some bullshit. Because I am not politically correct, but I can think about what words I'm using, what I'm saying, and the consequences of those things. Mm -hmm. So I, I pointed that out. I said, well, I'm not PC, and you don't have to... He's like, it's a compliment. I'm like, well, it would be a compliment if you didn't have to put down other women for showing skin. Yeah, that's not really a compliment. No, it's not a compliment. When you have to put down other women who show a lot of skin, then it's not a compliment. That's stupid. And you're, stupid. You're, 
If if you wanted um, it to be a compliment, all you would have to say is, "Oh, damn, Daisy Ridley was hot." That's uh, it. That's period. a compliment. Period. Yep, right there. And there I go. I made that point several times. I'm like, "So she's sexy. That's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome." And so I finally got this guy to admit, "Modest is hottest." Oh, and it was the Salt Lake page. Mm. So this oh, is so Utah there you go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I finally drew it out of him. I finally drew it out of him. I would go, wait. So what about women, you know, no, well, Felicia, of course, because modest is hottest. And I was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> and I did. I said that. <laughs> I, I went total like, oh, fuck you, dude. My body is, how much of my body is shown does not relate to my value. The amount of men I fuck does not relate to my value. Let me be perfectly fucking clear here. I can be, I can walk around fucking naked everywhere. And that is not an invitation to touch, demean, or harm me. Mm-hmm. Still not asking. For and it. I can fuck who I can fuck a hundred guys, and I can still have complete value in every other aspect of my life, including sexually. And I'm like, only doing like, this. Let's... And I'm only going to say this as a, a clerk's joke, in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Like I, I like getting laid as much as the next person, but come on. Where does like... you get the name Snowball from? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So Kyle, what about you, man? What, what, anyway, so uh, <laughs> they ended up getting pissed at me because I told my sister about it, and she she went like this. She showed her boobs, and I took a picture, and I went, "That's sexy." Daisy's also sexy. Both are good. And he was like, "I'm gonna report you." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You have fun with that. Check the boxes. Yeah. I'm offended by this. You know, and I, I admin of a couple of Facebook groups out there and shit, and nothing's more offensive to me than when somebody flags wholly appropriate shit. When oh, someone's yeah. like, like, oh, he said he said a bad word in here, and I'm like, she well, that's not that, that's not against the rules, you know. <laughs> they were like, well, she insulted him, and I'm like, he told me I'm what's wrong with America. And, and I, I said, fuck you. You guys are targeting me because I said, fuck you. I believe I quite concisely related my opinion of him. <laughs> well, that's Man. not really even an insult, is it? No, it was really not. Well, according and, to some uh, groups, it is, but. <laughs> and, I said, oh, and, and I said, and I went on to articulately, articulately mm-hmm. <laughs> explain my position. That was my opening statement. <laughs> Uh, but it, I just thought the whole thing was funny because at the end of it, she he goes, she is incapable of an rational thought. And rational? And rational. You know, that's not Ooh. a vowel sound at the beginning there. That's, that's rational. I was so tempted to just go through and correct all of his English for all of it because it was bad. And then at one point he's like, I'm about to go religious on you and that'll just fuel the fire. You can't, I can't change your mind and you can't change my mind. I said, oh, please go religious. And by the way, you could absolutely change my mind with evidence. <laughs> he, of which you will have to. You didn't like that at all. <laughs> so like, yeah, I guess like at a certain point I was just being a bit of a troll, but I was like, dude, I totally caught you. I knew exactly what you were fucking doing. You were going to sit here and tell me that women's bodies being exposed directly translates to their value. And now mm-hmm. you can't defend that position. So you're going to call me out on saying fuck. 
Like, I, I totally, like, went off. I was like, <laughs> yeah, pictures of boobs, all of it. Felicia, please stop. I'm reporting you. All right. Okay. So, Nothing oh, came of it, by the way. Apparently, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to report you to my spank bank. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Go ahead, Dylan. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Kyle, what about you, man? Oh, let me see. Um... <laughs> Well, uh, my my wife had the wonderful first time joys of uh, winning a Facebook argument. Oh yeah, I was wrong with this. Yes, I had, I had to explain to her that when the person you're arguing with deletes their their thread, deletes their post, that means mm-hmm. you win by default. Yeah. Yep. When you when you call somebody out for being a for being a prick, and they go back and then delete it. That means they were after they've after they've gone back and edited all of the things they've said that. Yeah, that means you win (laughs) (laughs) because their position is indefensible, untenable. Mm -hmm. Yep. And because they're breaking the rules of the group they're posting on. So they didn't want to get kicked out. And it's a little bit too early in the year for us to have any low points yet. I mean, I'm sure there's there's been some low bits, but nothing Um, really yet. I got sick. can we talk about the air quality already? Yeah, oh, you know, people, people oh. we're chewing our air right now. Thanks. Yeah. Th- and uh, when I was on my way to the uh, to that uh, New Year's Eve party, I was driving to Salt mm-hmm. Lake, and I drove past both refineries on the way, and it was like seven degrees outside. So, like any pollution that's getting pumped in the air by these places is sticking near ground level. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it's right here. <laughs> it's fucking mm-hmm. gross. No, it's not. Let me forget. Like mm-hmm. uh, how. I don't understand how we as a, as a state, and this is Utah-centric here, how mm-hmm. we we rely on our interstates and highways for us to, you know, remain livable in this fucking state. Because, you know, there's plenty of other places you can live where you don't have to have access to highways and shit to get anywhere. No, but in this state, you have to have access to I-15 and shit like that to get anywhere on this place. Yeah. Yeah, because we've relied on cars way too much when we really, really, really don't need to. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is like... We have along this corridor of I-15 going from north to south, we have uh, anywhere from, let's see, we have oil refineries, we have copper mines, we have Mm -hmm. magnesium Mm -hmm. mines. Mm -hmm. We have all sorts of shit that contributes to the bad air in this state. Mm -hmm. None of which is actually somewhat far away from where people live. Yeah. I actually got yelled at for this. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So I'm sitting, so sometimes, so some, I, I will actually go take my brakes in my car and sometimes I'll turn on my car, not every time, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'll turn on my car because it gets cold and I just mm-hmm. want to get away and be by myself and not have to deal with people for a little bit. Right. I, I don't want to sit in the break room and talk to other employees. I don't, I don't want to, so I, I, so I sit out in my car and, and I'm sitting on my lunch and I got my car on because it's fucking seven degrees outside or some yep. horrid shit like mm-hmm. that. And this guy starts yelling at me, like literally yelling. He's like, turn off your car. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I look and he goes, there are laws against idling. You're not allowed to idle. Seriously? Didn't even think of it. Dead. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know what? I just Probably. love how they, they think it's it's okay to curb the individual in this state. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to curb right? the business I'm like, at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my individual car idling for like 10 minutes not really the problem 
Not not really. No, let's let's um, giant fucking oil refineries that we have. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about all the other shit going on. But you know what? We're, yeah, sure. sure. You know yeah. what? I yeah. didn't but I didn't even think of it because I'm tired and I work with people and it's the holiday <laughs> seasons, motherfucker, and I'm and I just I just don't want to be cold and I just want a break. Yeah. All right? Away from it all. Yep. And seriously, I don't turn my car on if I'm not cold. It's really simple. Like Mm-hmm. But uh, but I had my car and he's like, turn off your car. You you could you know you should get a ticket. And he's he's like, you're white trash. Do you have any education past high school? And I just go, what the hell? No, he's, <laughs> he's like, you're white trash. He starts yelling this shit at me. Turn off your fucking car. And I just go, and for people who can't see, but I just start flipping him off and giving him this look like, oh. What is? What are these fingers that have happened? What is finger happening here? <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa! And he goes, "Oh yeah, fuck you too!" And I'm like, huh? I would have cracked my window and been huh? like, I would have been, make me. <laughs> and so I was not about to turn my car off. Not not now that he's telling this me to do same, it. This is the same hypocritical asshole that lit his car idle in his garage with the garage door open. Oh, yeah, he's warm. Mm-hmm. This no, is. No. Same hypocritical asshole who was driving a gas guzzler. All right, this was some oh. giant fucking SUV, and yeah. he's like, he's like, do you even have any education about how past high school? And I'm like, y- yeah. He goes, well, you don't th- you think about somebody else by- besides yourself, but you wouldn't because you're a smoker. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> then I go back to the fears. <laughs> Your logic yeah. is flawed, sir, because if I cared for myself, I wouldn't smoke. Ha ha! No, <laughs> that's I when, care for nobody. <laughs> that's, that's when you say, oh yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, I forgot about the no idling thing. Let me go drive around in circles. Yeah, let me go. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. But sitting like, with your like, car heating. Like, yeah, fuck you too. Turn off your fucking car. And I go, maybe I would have if you'd asked like a person. And then I just flipped him off some more. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was the weirdest fucking thing that happened to me in a while. <laughs> like, I'm just like, dude, I'm just, just it's on my break, man. Like, so I, mean, I have to deal with assholes like you all fucking day. I just wanted like a few minutes not doing that. <laughs> so speaking of escape, we're going to go ahead and escape this show for this week. Yeah good segue there um but anyway heaps of praise for robert jones lee cade uh dan ellis and tony mcdonald for pledging their support this show uh we're off to go record the after show and we'll catch you guys again next week with a brand new episode but until then happy fucking new year and you're welcome see you guys
And then I loved how the uh, the, the natives exploded when they were killed. Yeah, that's the one that I had the hardest fucking time with. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> they explode. You're breathing in. You're breathing in people. Like, this makes no You're... fucking sense. What is going on? We're just yeah, me and Caitlin are sitting there in the theater going, they're covered in people. It's they're, people. <laughs> it's like in your mouth. You're just you're breathing in powdered people. This is not fun. I'm really glad the kids don't get it. My kids are just like, ooh, colorful. But I'm like, no, yeah. that's, that's I'm like, why is there all those clouds? Oh, shit. That's why there's clouds. Oh, it's horrible. Mm. It's horrible. We're talking about pan. Mm. Oh, OK. <laughs> so bad. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen.